is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. Happy Wednesday, December 13th. Yes, we are just a mere... What is that? 12 days away from uh, the merriest of Christmases for you and yours. Uh, what an amazing Giving Tuesday it was yesterday. We raised over uh, $200 for the advocates in the road home on the show yesterday. Let's go. Damn right, you guys. Great job. Appreciate you and the advocates, the best century attorneys in the business. The advocates at theadvocates.com where you never... Reach into your pocket to pay the advocates. Did you know that? You never, when you work with the advocates, you got in a car wreck. Maybe you, you, somebody hit you while you were riding your bike. Heavens to Betsy, you got hurt while you were working today. You never reach into your pocket because you don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. No consultation fees, no big retainers, no. In fact, you can chat with an attorney right now live online at theadvocates.com. Boy, another day and another court case for the NCAA, Jake. I think one of the questions we need to get out of the way, adjudicated. I think one of the questions we have to ask, is the transfer portal working? Is this a good thing? Because today we got another lawsuit where an NCAA athlete sued the NCAA for immediate eligibility because of the requirement In the NCAA transfer policy, that states you may transfer once without sitting out, but not twice. And there has been controversial denials of waivers to that policy. And now we're in front of a judge who today issued a temporary restraining order against the NCAA uh, to allow every athlete who is seeking a transfer waiver to play immediately. It is an unprecedented move, and it makes us wonder, Jake. Is the NCAA transfer portal good or bad for college athletes? In 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 reality, I think it's good. I I think that kids should have the option. They should have the ability to go wherever it is that they feel gives them the best opportunity. Notice that there's no legislature around, you know, having conversations or creating an opportunity for yourself when you're in the portal, right? Like nobody's saying, hey, you can't talk to them or this person or that person. No, once the kid hops in the portal, they have the right to talk to pretty much, you know, whoever they want. So I, I like it from that standpoint. But I think what a very slippery slope is being created when you talk about the idea that, you know, kids, you know, are are not all getting, I, I would say, the exact same opportunities in terms of NIL based on their philosophy on NIL, meaning some kids are very aggressive with NIL through the portal, thinking, okay, I had, uh, you know, a great season at Duke. Now I'm going to go to Notre Dame. And because of that move to Notre Dame, I can make a lot more NIL money. And that's why I went to Notre Dame. You know, some kids don't have the opportunity to go to Notre Dame. But the reality of that situation is, is it's it's an on-the-field, you know, performance-based business nine out of ten times. So when I look at the transfer portal and I, I look at opportunity and I look at, you know, opportunity taken from these kids versus the opportunity that's given to the kids, yeah, I, I don't think the transfer portal is killing, you know, college football itself. But I do think that NIL plus the transfer portal equals the NCAA uh, are losing their grip on where the money flows through mm. athletic departments in right. in college. So I think it's a very 
it's certainly a very layered discussion. It's certainly a very, you know, gray water, muddy discussion because everyone's got a different philosophy on this thing. And, and my point just is that that these kids should be able to go out and earn as much money as possible. And, you know, Bronny James right now is leading the way at USC. I think he's making $5.4 million a year in NIL or whatever it is. Um, you know, and he's the number one NIL athlete in the country. And so when you go down that list, it's like, hey, it really is just a thing where if you're a superstar, you can go out and get paid. But it requires yeah, that you're a superstar. I, I think the I think there is this this paradox where there's always going to be a loser. And I am not certain with the transfer portal that there are winners. Like this Drew Pine story today, the quarterback at Arizona State who transferred from Notre Dame to Arizona State, now back to Notre Dame. He's going to sit out a semester, and then he, he'll he graduate, and so he'll be a graduate transfer. Like Those stories, there are too many to count like that. The other thing that I think is, is problematic here is if this case that is before this judge, right, and if, if you don't know the particulars of this case, um, this is West Virginia basketball player Raekwon Battle suing the NCAA so he could be immediately eligible, which he is now. But if that, let's say the judge sides with the the student athletes here, every year you're gonna have you're gonna have kids that are gonna play at four different universities. You're going to have a situation where the transfer portal is not the issue because I don't believe the transfer portal is the issue. Mm -hmm. NIL, name, image, and likeness is the issue. And you're going to have a bidding war every single year. A player is going to be like, well, hey, you know, I got a $4 million contract at Colorado. Texas, what are you guys offering? And I I just don't think that's the that's the, the best way for college athletics to go. I, I think I am all in favor of kids earning all of the money that they are able to earn 100%. I do not believe from any corner of the college universe that kids hopping around the transfer portal for paydays is, is what's best for the kid or for college athletics. And I, I, I do think at some point the value of a, of an education matters. I don't believe that'll be the norm, but I think that's where we're going to find kids who are never going to graduate, who aren't going to have transfers at the credits at transfer that, I, I just don't see why that's necessary. I think a lot of people will tell you it should be unlimited unlimited transfers. I just don't believe that that's true. And I, I, I understand that, hey, listen, there are hardships and there should be a specific set of examples that allow kids to transfer on hardships. I think we are asking for trouble. Unintended consequences, as we talk about all the time on this, this program, unintended consequences will come back to bite you in the ass. Mm -hmm. They will. And I was thinking about this today. I was driving into the office screaming at the top of my lungs, singing as though I was a multicultural phenomenon like Harry Styles. I was listening to Golden by Harry Styles and just singing it with passion and voice. That's bullshit. Uh, no, I was. Seriously. I'm an excellent singer in the shower uh, and in the car, apparently. But my point is, my point is, Unlimited transfers is not the solution here. Mm -hmm. It's not because I think it's it, it's terrible for the kid. In my well, maybe opinion. it's the solution in the upper division that's you know trying to be created. Where maybe you, pay in. you know, I mean, maybe that's 
This is precisely the example I've been waiting for. Hey, you know, we paid to be in this upper tier, you know, uh, 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 of an NIL group per se. And we want to make it so that if you go to school inside our group, you can transfer any school you want inside the group. Yeah, I, I just mean, don't love that. Yeah, you might not love it, but I think these are the kind of things that schools are incentivized to join that group on. You know, hey, if you want to, if you guys, dude, if you want to be able to do whatever you want to do as an institution, you're going to have to pay a price for that. And and that's what I'm talking about when it comes to this. Well, as as the proposal referred to it as the subdivision, but yes. what we're calling it is the upper class, meaning, hey, we have, you know, a minimum of six million dollars to buy in with. And it's more based on, you know, it's happier uh, as, uh, student athletes in your athletic department. Like, so it could be more. But the point just is, is that if you want kids to be able to do all these different things that have never been done before, you're going to have to find a workaround. And that's why I think it's no surprise that this subdivision thing got rolled out right before this lawsuit came out. Like, it's not shocking. I think it's a mistake. And uh, I, I will continue to say that I feel very passionately that when you are looking at a situation like this multi-tier, um, you know, hey, have enriched guy, you guys play in this group by these rules. I think you're hurting college sports in general when it comes to the availability of talent. Because you can't tell me that the little guy's going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll take transfer guy from bigger division. I have a problem with that. And I, I just don't think that it makes a lot of sense to to limit, to to make it unlimited it, it, at some level. And I understand we're not in amateur sports anymore. The NCAA, especially in football and basketball, is not amateur sports. But it feels that's, like that's how they want it to be. That's a pipe dream. And I, I, I get that. We're not in amateur athletics anymore. These guys are paid professional athletes who, in my opinion, in most cases, are not focused on their education. Uh, they are focused on getting paid as much as they can. And I, I, in a nine out of 10 situations, I don't have a problem with that. But I look at somebody that 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 isn't going to get a degree. Maybe they should have the ability to make all the money they can because they're never getting a degree. So inevitably, when that hard stop shows up and you're not a basketball or a football player anymore, I don't want... Americans to be subsidizing your lifestyle. And again, I go back to what we talked about yesterday. It is, it, it, it absolutely is the Robert Swifts of the world. You know, the, the sonic teenage basketball player who went bankrupt smoking cocaine and drinking beer and eating pizza in his mansion that was foreclosed on. Okay. It's a hell of a drug. Right? Like it's wild. Some of these stories right. and I think we get into these situations where like, well, the kids should make as much money as they want. Give them every penny. Johnny Manziel. I don't disagree with that. But at what point do we say, hey, well, while you're here, yet we're going to probably need you to get an education. That to me matters because I think a lot of kids need the education and you know the education they need. Hey, here's how retirement and taxes and checking accounts and credit cards and interest rates Hey, here's how inflation impacts your interest rate. Look at this Shohei Otani contract. Mm -hmm. And you guys are going to say, well, that's that's stick and ball sports, Monty. Oh, we're here for us, the blue bloods. <laughs> well, and you might be. But look at the Shohei Otani contract. You want to talk about somebody that understands the economics of his paycheck? That guy deferred $680 million. He's making $200 million or uh, $2 million a year for 10 years. And then when he retires, he'll get $680 million. 
and people are arguing over how much tax he'll have to pay. Meanwhile, his accountant's like, who gives a shit? You're going to be a billionaire based on the interest of that money in your account. Thanks. Right? Like he's working at a different tier than all of us. And we need to find our way to that tier. Transferring seven times in three years is not the way to that tier. True pine. Right? Like it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that we're going to let these kids earn all this money and transfer all these times and not teach them how money works. I think the hard part too, is that, is that, you know, you, you have, so you have that piece where it's like, we're not giving these kids, you know, the education around handling the money, of course, and managing the money. But then I think it goes a level deeper when you start to talk about the concept of, Hey, you know, part of the college experience is, you know, as the cliche saying goes making men, right? Like making Absolutely. kids into adults. And, and I think whether it's, you know, whether it's Angel Reese or whether it's Drew Pine or whoever the hell you want to look at, you know, these kids, part of the education up until this day has been that you grew up going, you know, you grew up in college, right? You came in as a freshman and now you're a different person as a senior. And and I think the hard part is, is that these these folks that we all know and love are so good at what they do that the education has been been uh, uh, rendered uh, no value because they are not going to need it. Bronny James Wild. is going to play in the league. Like Angel Reese is going to the WNBA. Like whoever you want to, you know, whoever you want to point to, right? Like, you know, it's this whole situation where you're so good athletically that the education almost doesn't matter. And, and it's the Larry Fitzgerald story all those years ago where he promised his mom that he would go back to college or yeah, he'd go back to college to get his education and his degree after his NFL career was over. And yes, he went and did that. And so it's like, okay, well, whether it's the parents or the member institution, you have to find your way to that education. And so that's what I think we're, we're grappling with right now is like, how much weight do we put on the education piece versus just saying, you know what? These kids know the difference. They know the difference between right and wrong. They know the difference between this, that, and the other. Let's just let them go and do their thing. And, you know, how, how do we measure that side of it to, hey, yeah, they may know the difference, but we got to show them how to manage money. We got to show them how to do taxes. We got to show them, you know, how to make better choices in whatever part of life. Like, that's what I think people want to talk about. And and I think the legislature that's being rolled out, and I think, you know, the 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 old white hairs, as we call them, of the NCAA, are not particularly concerned with if you know how to manage money or not. They're concerned with making sure they keep their pound of flesh. So the real problem is, is nobody is actually incentivized to make sure the kid gets the education. They're only incentivized exactly right. to make sure the kid goes through the system so we can get paid, otherwise known as money laundering. That's essentially what this is. Hey, go play, go play sports, because if you play sports, we're going to make money off of the game. So go do your thing. Go make the money. But what's amazing to me is we want to go to court over transfer rules. That's what's crazy. Yeah, and I, I think I think this is the the underbelly of, of NIL and transfer portal. I, I do. I think the transfer portal has been a boom uh, for most college athletes, but the paydays, I mean, Matt Rule talking about how the average quarterback, what do you say, is going for a million bucks or something like that? I, I mean, yeah. it it just it just is not – it's not good. And I look at somebody like Angel Reese, she's going through turbulence at LSU now, right? She's back in the lineup, but how long was she out of the lineup for disciplinary issues? 
Somebody like Caitlin Clark selling out a football stadium to play a basketball game. I mean, it, it is truly remarkable to me that you have so many different scenarios at so many different schools. You know, in our members only group, we're talking about this U, U of Arizona situation where they have a $240 million athletic budget shortfall now um, because largely their fans didn't show up to support the football and basketball programs. So they had a lack of ticket sales and concession sales. And so they were using daily available money in their checking accounts at U Arizona and made an accounting error to the tune of $240 million. So quote draconian um, cuts are coming to the university of Arizona athletic department. That's the difference between Alabama, Michigan, Ohio state, the, Ohio State, Texas, right? You look at these behemoth programs. Oregon. And you look at, yeah, Oregon. You look at Arizona. They misplaced a decimal point and lost $240 million, and now they're going to whack a bunch of sports. Like, the the difference in the haves and the have-nots in the NCAA is, is remarkable. It's remarkable. And I, I, you've got to find a way, in my opinion, to – to undo this. And I don't think you'll be able to do that. I don't think you'll be able to do that. I, I, I truly don't. I just think it's too big right now. Like there's no way to, you know, kind of rope this thing in. There's no way to. No, the horse is out of the barn, dude. The horse is out of the barn. Well, and, and even with that being the case, like in some scenarios, like if we were just talking about it. So if this transfer portal thing, this suit, if it was just about the transfer portal, if the ramifications of that decision just impacted the portal, this would be a different conversation. But that's not what it's only about. And that's what I think the bigger thing is. We're not only talking about, hey, how does this impact the NCAA's bottom line now? We're talking about how this is it literally impacting kids' bottom line now. Even even the 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 you know single time transfer that isn't Bronny James level stardom can, who's making 80 grand a year in NIL. That's still a good chunk of money, man. Yet the University of Arizona can't find $240 million of their, their budget. And furthermore, that's wild. You, 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 so you can't, you made an accounting error. And now we haven't seen a plan for you to make that up, even though there are many ways to make money on a college campus, right? Like there are many ways. There are. So it surprises me that the folks in Tucson haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see because the University of Arizona is such a good institution, and there's really smart people managing and operating that that institution, and it's shocking you would make a mistake like this. Mm -hmm. there, there's no other way to go about this, and yet we're all up in arms over it. But do you know how many untold stories of kids that went broke through NIL or you know, five-star NIL kids who never lived up to it and lost all their money or I mean, the, the wasteland in NIL is what really nobody's talking about. And again, I don't mean to sit up here in my ivory tower on, you know, you know, on my, my, my high horse, but at what point do we put the student athlete at the front of the line and their welfare and force them to be, to be economically educated? Never. I, I it's amazing. 
why why and don't I'm not don't even get me started on eighth grade math or senior year math that doesn't include interest rates on credit cards <laughs> that doesn't include you know how to spend your money or what fractions you don't know teach like you the tax code understanding the you know like, we don't teach people how to fucking buy cars in this country right like it's wild to me that I'm going through a car buying process that I don't think most high school kids could navigate or have ever even heard of. Yet here we are paying kids tens of millions of dollars and we're not making them understand the penalty that credit card companies put you through, uh, what it means to overdraw your checking account. It, it's it's just wild to me. We're all so focused on making a ton of money. Mm -hmm. All right, there ended the lesson. I don't mean to to rail. I don't mean to, you know, rile on about you know. I don't. It but is a frustrating situation. I really wish that we would educate these kids about the opportunity they have with the money that is being thrown around by these collectives, by these companies, by these donors. I mean, you're handing every kid on a football team a, a, a pickup truck. You're not teaching them how to buy it in the real world. You're not teaching them how to invest his NIL money so he can pay cash for it. It's, it's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And then there's fucked up, which is not crazy to me. Uh, the best headache cure in the in the business right here, my friends. I told you yesterday I had a headache, popped it, boom, gone. Never thought about that headache again. It's one of the really good offshoots of Buckshot, uh, which is the best energy shot in the business. And I think you guys know this. You go, you pick up your, your, um, you know, your average energy shot. You look at the label. It's got all kinds of crazy sweeteners and sugars and not a bucked up. No, friends. 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine, which means they use green tea leaf extract to uh, provide caffeine. So you don't get a huge spike or a huge crash. You just get a higher level of mental clarity. So you feel better. Your headache's gone. Um, you're able to finish that, you know, that Excel spreadsheet pivot table, your big presentation, your sales meeting, your job interview, no matter what it is, when you need to be alert and awake and ready to rock and roll, it's Buckshot from Bucked Up. We do it every day on the show at this time. Um, today, we're back on the Blue Raz grind. The which, Blue Raz train. Which I say cheers to you, Jake. Cheers to everybody else. I'm a Blue Raz guy. There it is. It's so refreshing. When it's cold, you know that feeling when you just, yeah, oh, it goes down just so Just hits smooth. different, dude. It does. Bucked Up. Um, the best ingredients that make the best products that do exactly what they say they're going to do. Get to buckedup.com right now. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. And listen, don't take my word for it. In the description below, you guys hook it up. There is a free six pack, uh, a buckshot waiting there for you. Absolutely free. They send it right to your front door. Go fill it out. Um, and trust me when I say watermelon and blue razz, they're all good. Watermelon and blue razz is, is the cool kids like to say they just hit different. Bet. Bet. <laughs> Bet. Right? Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Buckedup.com. Bucked up, the official energy provider of the Monty program. Who's first in today? Joseph Harper, one of the 12s. Oh, my. Look at Joey Harp over here. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man. I was wrong last night about Devin Booker. So, Joey oh, and I. Dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Jojo, the Joester, uh, Josef, I don't have any other ways to say your name. Uh, Joseph here 
has taken to the rather stupid tact of prize picking against Devin Booker. You don't always have to be negative. Now, listen, I I think we all understand Devin Booker's the best player in the NBA. Um, I mean, hell, the entire world. Uh, the sex machine can have any woman he wants. He's Ric Flair. Woo! I mean, like, jet flying. I mean, <gasps> what more do you need? And I warned, I warned little Joey Harper last night. Look, there's no Geno Smith coming through that door to save you. Wet, like I'm right? I mean, Russell Wilson's a Bronco. Marshawn Lynch is is dying on the inside because he eats all that red flavor coloring from Skittles. You know, I mean, it, it, Pete Carroll's jaw is dislocated from chewing the bazooka. Listen, I can't do any more for you than telling you Devin Booker's your guy on prize picks. And then you turn around and you bet against him, and I have to laugh in your face. It's probably a bit much. <laughs> Look at him taking it on the chin, though. Appreciate the $5, my guy. I yeah, appreciate you, bro. Coming up uh, in about 30 minutes, we'll reveal our prize picks for the night. Make sure you get to prizepicks.com so you can play with us. Uh, use the promo code Monty, 100% deposit matching, uh, which means you put in five bucks, they give you five more. You put in 50, they give you 50. You put in a hundo, they give you a hundo. When you use the promo code Monty, click the link in the description below. You guys remember that story real quick before we get back to your comments. Um. The Jacksonville Jaguars had somebody, what was it, $22.5 million mm -hmm. they stole through a yes. virtual credit card yes. from the club. Do you know what he stole that money for? <clears throat> to play fantasy sports and gamble. He was betting. <clears throat> he had positions. Thank you. He had $500,000 parlays and was losing. Because it's garbage. First of all, I mean, I'm no boss frog, but I ain't bet no $500,000 on a parlay. No redos. What are you talking about? Bro, so chill out. You were so deep with the sharks that you had to go and steal from your employer? Allegedly. It is illegal. Uh, he allegedly stole $22.5 million. Yeah. Because he had half a million dollar parlays. I'll stick to my little prize picks in Daily Fantasy. Thanks. That's wild. Yeah, we're not making any changes. Can you guys imagine watching um, a football game? You got like a three-leg parlay. You're watching the NBA tonight, and you're like, all right. All right, I'm an idiot, and I took book under all right, I got five and players, $100,000 each. Devin Booker, um, Nikola Jokic. Uh, who's Draymond Green choking out tonight? And you're like betting these guys and you're like, okay, 500 grand done. Send. Who are you, Drake? And then you're watching your boys like, 21. you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, Steph Curry's three for 71 from three tonight. This is a code 10 abort. And if you're like me, you had him at over 26 and a half and he's sitting on 26. The problem is they're up 17 and they took him out of the game. You're welcome. I was so pissed the other night. It was like 1130 and Mrs. Monty's laying next to me. She's like, dude, we got to go to sleep. We got to get up and go honey, to the gym. Honey, honey, I need to use the big honey, cleaver. We need to go to bed. Honey. And I'm like, no, dude, I have to watch this. It's really unfair. And Steph never came back in the game. Damn. Never. And then you're a guy like Joey Harper over here. Right. And, and Joey last night. Joey. Joey. Yeah. Yeah, Geno Smith fan club president Joey Harper 
is sitting at home chomping on his bazooka gum like he's Pete Carroll. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got this. I got this. Book isn't good. They're, they're in the lead. It's fine. And then they started following Book to send him to the line. Oh. Better Devin, send those refunds. Devin Booker's a pretty good free thrower. Wet. Like he's Book. And he just drained him. Joey Harper had to uh, donate $5 to the cause. Joseph, I appreciate you. Yeah, dude. Appreciate you being a man of your word. Thank you. Yeah, and I appreciate you playing prize picks with us. It's fun. Uh, coming up in 30 minutes, we'll tell you what ours are. DK's got $25 more for the advocates. Hairs. Let's go, buddy. Appreciate you guys. Uh, the advocates, I think you guys know this. We did it on uh, Giving Tuesday yesterday. The advocates are working with the road home. Uh, they are trying to raise money for those that are without shelter in these winter times, and they're buying things like coats. We were we were at the driving range this morning. It's 740. It was 27 degrees out. Now, we had on vests, long sleeves, a, a beanie, long pants, and a heater. Imagine if you don't have that. Coats, gloves, jackets, hats, heaters. That's who they're trying to help. So hit them on uh, hit them on Venmo. Advocates donations. Advocates donations. Let's help the homeless population uh, get through this winter safe and sound. Thanks to the advocates at theadvocates.com. Thank you, DK. OG Gary, you should be allowed one transfer and a salary cap of a million dollars over all your deals. One extra transfer exception if you have a season-ending injury. I mean, that's not terrible. That is not terrible. I think the salary cap would be the problem. You know, I do. Hero 75 for $5. It will never happen, but I wish they could tie the percentage of payout of NIL money to passing attending classes and keeping a certain GPA. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. I don't see that happening at all. Um, Aaron Wilson gifted a Monty Show membership. Okay. Oh, Aaron, appreciate you. Uh, Matthew Gronzik. Hey, Gronzik. He's the newest member of the Monty Show. Let's go. Appreciate you. Sean Rollins. Good times for Draymond to start throwing haymakers. Yeah, that's coming up in 30 minutes after prize picks. <laughs> oh, Draymond. Like, did you guys see what Draymond did last night? What is the NBA going to do to Draymond Green? I have no idea, bro. I have no idea I, I either. I don't know, dude. But by the time we talk about that, Jake's going to have a picture of Draymond slapping the hell out of Yusuf Nurkic in there. Um, uh, Matthew says, love you guys. Just subscribe. We live. We love you here in Raleigh, North Carolina. You're the best on the platform. As always, go UNC. Appreciate you, Matthew. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the donation. Hope you're well in Raleigh. Uh, let's see. Who's, who's the, uh, whoa. That says that says what now? Look at that. DK gifted twenty Monty Show members. Jesus, man, what are you guys on today? That's Let's incredible. go. Let's go. You guys got to go get them. Craig, uh, Rich, John Emery, Han Stoli, Slap Nuts, Slap Nuts, Slap Nuts. I love it. Uh, Keith Jenkins, uh, Mister Downtown, Jeff Watson, James Woods. Uh, all gifted memberships right here on the Monty Show. So we appreciate uh, you guys all uh, hooking it up. Thank you. Wet Blanket got himself a free membership. There you go. Okay. Okay. We like that quite a bit. Uh, let's see. Who's uh, who's in thine chat today? Phoenix Master says, damn it, Jim. 
All right, time to bear down chant going in the chat. We got to get the bear down chant going in the chat. Yeah, well, if you were in our members only group, you would know that uh, bear down in terms of the Urban Dictionary has another meaning. So, it yeah, it really does. Yeah, I'm not so sure that we want to be talking about bearing down. Yep. Uh, Boyd Lake. Yo, bros. What's up, Boyd Lake? Good to see you. Sean Ski, hey, rule is a rule. What is all right for the... That kid to sue because of a rule is not all right for Florida State to sue over a rule. A rule isn't a rule. It is. Yeah, it is. The difference is you're talking about the suppression of a person's rights uh, on on a you know on a, a cursory level. If you look at the difference between Florida State, Florida State agreed to a set of rules they would abide by for the college football playoff. When that rule was applied to them. They chose not to to want to follow it, and they're not suing as yet. They have this civil investigation division, uh, which has issued subpoenas to the college football playoff committee. So I think we're a long way from suing, and I also think again this is political theater. I don't think there's a single person involved in this investigation, DeSantis, the AG, Rick Scott, like you name it. There is not a single person involved with this investigation who really, A, thinks it has merits, or B, believes that they can make any worthwhile change. Right. It, it's it's frivolous, and it's completely different. You're talking about telling a kid in an arbitrary fashion, well, you transferred once already. Okay, yeah, you can't transfer again and play immediately. There's a, that is a huge difference. Huge difference. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out says cocaine and pizza. Hey, man. Hey, man, we all do our things. You know what I mean? Jeez. Cocaine and hookers, my friend. Wasikowski. Hey, Wasikowski. Most commits are because of coaches, not universities themselves. So if the coaches had a previous commit who wants to leave with him, shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue? It's more NIL. I totally agree. And I think that's one of the, the main arguments we've heard for a generation now. Well, the coach can go take another job. Why cannot? And that's why they want to be called employees. Because it gives them more freedoms and more, more ability. Sean Rollins says, uh, give them kids the Jim Harbaugh fine print contract. Seriously. Mike Smith, students are not being paid to attend schools. These athletes are starting to be paid. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Blue Bloods don't want unlimited transfers. Uh, always, corporations always fail with high turnover. It's tough to compete. Ask North Carolina and Duke in basketball. When you have high turnover, mm -hmm. it's tough to compete. You look at Bobby Hurley at uh, Arizona State, turned his roster over, what, two straight years? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very difficult to, to compete. Jim Choi, what's up, Jim? Hey, it's all good. The only one-time transfer rule wasn't going to hold up. Nothing wrong with letting student-athletes have freedom of movement. Unintended consequences. Which means we don't know what those will be. But... I, I just, I'm, I don't know, I don't know how you fix it. We can sit here and I don't know how you fix it. No idea. I don't know what the answer is. I, I truly don't. Um, Real Wade Nation Gaming Clip says, Monty, you're awesome. Colorado Lime will be better. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Deion Sanders. Yes. He's real, real uh, Wade Nation Gaming has been a member for two months. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders and what he did in the portal. I mean, he he completely revamped his offensive I line. I sifted through all that. Completely revamped it. 
I mean, it's it's un- incredible, unbelievable what he did. DK for five dollars. Call me by a Suns fan, but don't ever doubt book ever. You never doubt book. It's my guy. I have become, and I know people will not like this. I am telling you, the NBA is not a team league anymore. It's a player league. Facts. And I am a fan of Devin Booker. My heart is a fan of the Chicago Bulls, but we all know where that's going. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> We're never winning again. It's not. Uh, Matt says, they have your show on at the gym I go to in Raleigh all the time. Oh, I appreciate that. That's sick, dude. Appreciate that. Where do you guys watch from? I, I love when we do this. All the, all the people in the comment section, where do you watch from? Yeah, I, I that's always fun. I do like that. Kevin the Destroyer says 39th like. Uh, we have over a thousand views today and only 48 like. Please uh, hit the like button when you get a moment. Do we it. appreciate that very much. Um, I know that we're always on in delivery vans. Like we always, I know we have, and I always say this, we have a ton of UPS, FedEx, Amazon drivers. I know we appreciate have, a, you guys, I know we way. have a lot of police officers that watch the show. Uh, I know in our Phoenix days, we had a lot of military that watched the show. Uh, the Stever Damn, comes never to, to mind. be heard from again, dude. Yeah, still have not heard back from the Stever. Damn. So, you know. Uh, Jay Chapman, I love watching uh, college professors crying their eyes out over football games without college degrees making more money than they do. Yeah, well. That's I, I mean, why ki- we're here. Kids make a, they make a ton of money. As they should, because they a can do something you can't do. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, it's wild. Uh, OG Gary, one-time transfer is the best approach. That now brings back intent. And if you do leave, you have to ensure you have a landing spot. I see I that philosophically, Gary, that lines up a lot. I, I'm with you 100%. I think you're right. Uh, you can stay at a play at place X and be a star or leave and uh, leave the bench and play. I so many, so many kids and Drew Pine back to Notre Dame is a great example of this. And you may know this. I'm sorry if I'm being redundant. Drew Pine, the quarterback at Arizona State now transferred he started his career at Notre Dame was told you're going to have to compete for your job didn't want to do that so he transferred to Arizona State and won the job but then got hurt and now he's transferring back to Notre Dame not to be a football player he has 15 credit hours he needs to take to get his degree this spring he's going to transfer back so he can be a grad transfer and go anywhere he wants and he's hoping to get a starting job and I'm just like dude once a quitter, always a quitter, man. Quitters never win. Facts. And winners never quit. It It is what it is. Uh, mandato- mandatory portal slap. <laughs> Excuse me. The proper nomenclature is Mando, please. Yeah, thank you, Mike Smith. Good to see you, Mike. I appreciate you. Cougar tracks. Go Jazz. Yeah, we got to talk about the Jazz later. The Draper Utah Jazz. <coughs> um, Marcus Emmert says, I'm watching it work. Okay. Uh, shout a Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. DFW, Tarrant County. Actually, G- that's not Tarrant County. It's, it's not Tarrant County. Thank you. Uh, Orem, a.k.a. Orm. Yeah, there's no E there. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Orm. Uh, love my friends in Orm. DK says, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Roll Tide. <laughs> somebody, somebody sent me a, a DM with a gif of Forrest Gump saying, Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> It is one of my favorite movie lines ever. I love the way he says Alabama in that movie. It's my best. Aaron Wilson says the car. Yes. Careful driving. Axe uh, says work, nuclear engineering office. Hey, now. Dude, you're putting in launch codes, dude. I like it. I like it. 
Where's the Where's the nuclear football, man? Oh, that's with Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh! Keep it real. Uh, Drew Dozer, the prophet, Hilltop, USA. Yeah. Always good to be on top. Uh, Joseph Carruthers, Vancouver, Washington. What's nah, up? That's unfortunate, dude. What's why is that unfortunate? Great golf in Vancouver. Yeah. Great golf. Uh Monte Ozaribai. I watch from my phone. Okay. Jeff Woodward. You're in Alaska? Are you really? Well, that explains his profile picture. You know. The Buffalo Hunter. Uh says I was a jazz fan until they traded Don. Now I'm just a Don fan. See, that's Welcome how to the it NBA. works in the damn league, dude. Welcome to the I'm a Don fan too. Um Midnight Musing, Magic Musings, Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville. Go Gators. Uh, Keaton Critchlow. What's up, Keaton? Good to see you, dude. Watching on my phone, local in the Valley of Salt Lake. Good to nice. see you. Nice. Uh, the Buffalo Hunter. I listen while I'm at work like a podcast. I like it. Uh, Matthew donated a membership. Let's go. I love to see where all you guys are from. We appreciate that. Uh, Mark Clee says, truck driver, I'm from St. George. Oh, nice, dude. Man, You're just there. Copper Rock Golf Course. I cannot wait. Uh, I am a mere 15, 17 days from playing Wolf Creek for the first time. Super stoked. Slick. Cannot wait. Seven days from playing wing golf for the first time. Um, and then like less than a week away from playing... Um, Oh my God. Pelican Hill. Pelican Hill in Laguna Beach. South Shore. South Course. So stoked. Next Sunday. Man, there's so much pressure involved in that timeline, but you know it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Christopher says, watching from YouTube in Baltimore. Nice. Gotta love Gunner, don't you? Seriously. I hope the Orioles stay good. Sean Skeet. They're Gen Z kids that have been given everything on a silver platter. Ooh. Okay, see, this is real right here. This is this is heart and soul stuff. They're the laziest kids I've ever hired. They're a bunch of crybabies probably leaving because a coach yelled at them. But not even. Not even, dude. Not even the sad funeral music. It's true. When you are, and, and I want you to think about this. When you are a 17-year-old kid who, and think about it. If you're a four or five-star recruit, dude, everybody's been telling you, man, I'm the best. You're the best. We're the best. Let's be the best together. Let's win national championships. Look at this envelope full of Benji's. real. And then you're done with that. And you've got your entire high school cheerleading squad waiting outside your front door. When you're done with that, you've got somebody waiting to do your homework. Then you go to practice and they're like, oh, God, you look so good in those pads. Hey, guys. Like you've been told how great you are your entire life. If you're a five-star football player, basketball player, baseball player, chances are people have looked at you like a deity. And then you get to Alabama and they're like, who the f is this guy? Mm -hmm. Hey, cut your hair, your hair, weirdo. Who the f is that guy? Well, my daddy ball coach didn't make me. Well, I'm not your daddy ball coach. For the first time, you're being told you're not good enough. This is coach Saban. Right. Think about that. This Shonsky, you're not wrong at all. You're not long, wrong at all. Mike Smith on a ridge line in West Virginia. Mountain mama. <clears throat> uh, backwoods sexy. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Drew Dozer, pretty good local sports radio here in the bus. Okay. All right, Drew. I mean, you know. Is local radio still good? I don't know. Not, I, not in Salt Lake, it's not. We don't listen to it. 
Honestly, there's not. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, I like the dilly dilly pit of misery who jumps in the portal and doesn't find a new home and can't return. Dilly dilly. Oof. Oof. Boss Frog says, listening in New York City. Let's go. Boyd Lake, someone should also provide some transparency to these kids about the downsides of the portal. I heard there's a large percentage of players that fail to find a new place to land. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. Every single year. Um, Real Wade Nation Gaming Clip says Tennessee. Tennessee. You're the only 10 I see. Oh! Okay. Uh, Joey Harper. I watch at home because I'm disabled. Okay, now you make me feel like an a-hole. Dude, why are you why are you talking junk to someone who's disabled, man? That's messed up, dude. That's not nice. Yeah, dude, that's not nice, bro. Uh, you, sh- you, you should. You're a douche. You're a terrible person. Uh, DK for $5. Five-star safety Kobe Black just committed to Texas. Sarka's rolling in Austin. I'm for dude, real. I'm telling you, can you imagine if Texas wins a national championship? I mean, they won't be back at that point. I mean, they're not. Texas is not back. They're never back. If they win a national championship, I don't think they'll be back either. Two words, Pete Kwiatkowski. <laughs> um, Paolo says, hook them, Round Rock, Texas. Texas. Okay. Okay. Let's go, Paulo. Good to see you. Uh, appreciate everybody on the show. Uh, watching from Wellsville, Utah. Hey, Utah. Utah. Uh, 812, Vive, Indiana. The 812. Where is Vive? Where is Vive, Indiana? That's ain't getting the old Google machine out here. That's one I have never heard of. Where the heck is Vive? Viva. Viva Las Vegas. Ohio River. Between in right on the Indiana Kentucky border, Vive is close to Cincinnati. Uh, Seymour, Lagrange, and Louisville. So, man, you're between Ohio. Oh, dude, you're in that little stretch. That's fucking America, interesting, man. America, where you can't be a Reds fan, but you certainly can't be a Louisville Bats fan. <laughs> minor, those are minor league baseball. I'm a terrible person. Uh, Mike Smith, pictures or you are lying, Gumby. What did Gumby Gumby say? Gumby, Gumby, Gumby. Gumby fresh out, watching from the bedroom naked. Okay, hey, look, that's you, man. Dude, I mean, you got to keep that stuff to yourself, dude. The cack. Yeah, dude, come on. Keep it to yourself, bro. You know. Kevin the Destroyer says uh, the OKC. Uh, Barfing chickens. I watch at home from work if I end up staying late. Okay, I like it. Uh, what's wrong with Vancouver? Nothing. I love Vancouver. Well, no, the issue with Vancouver is you guys thought that you could go against the Blackhawks. Oh, it's a Canucks. And, yeah. and but, the cop, and that didn't work out for nobody's you. Nobody's a Canucks fan. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, old Greg watching at work on the phone from Mill Creek, Utah. Love you guys. Old Greg, good to see I you. What's up, you, Mill bro. Creek? Jim Choi, the kid that transferred to Alabama from Notre Dame, he is transferring as a lacrosse player. Notre Dame, Alabama, you're not good enough. Alabama, Notre Dame, I'm going to play lacrosse. Okay. You know. Matt Ritson says, uh, got back from the truck stop hotel in Portland, Oregon, now home in Sacramento, California. Nice. Go eat at the Chili's in Folsom, where I used to work. Yay. Oh, I loved living in Sacramento. I did. I loved living in Sacramento good time boyd lake nearly 42 percent of players going into the portal don't find a new home 13 of bcs players that do find a home end up as fcs or d2 players it's not all roses in the portal no it's not no it is not i agree uh kids nowadays need to be taught lessons 
Get my belt, Mabel. Jimmy's almost home from school. Right? Man, the lessons were different when I was a kid. And the way yeah, that, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, the way that I was taught lessons. Uh, they need to get battle hardened and face the music. They do. You do, you need to learn how to deal with adversity. I, I totally agree with that. Um, dilly pit of misery. Okay, I mean that's fine. Dilly pit of misery. Dilly that's, dilly. That's fine. Uh, OG Gary kids nowadays. I who also said what's local radio to which Jim Choi said PK and DK. Don't believe that's a show. Could be wrong. Uh, public whoa. My lord. Uh, Jordan Royal, public library in Lehigh, Jutah. Jutah, man. What's up, Lehigh? Good Go. to see everybody local. Aaron Wilson, local radio on Lubbock is mid. Yes. LFG says like 66. Tennessee. Tennessee. You're the only 10 Jake sees. Good to see you, Jeff. Uh, local radio greater than national radio for the most part. Used to live in Hampton Roads, Virginia. But all, uh, but local sports radio there is just a stepping stone to get to other markets. Ah, uh, yeah, there's there is that. Uh, Mike Smith, Sark is making things happen with the horns. He really is, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it. I truly do not. Uh, Shonsky says, "Hook him, hook him, boy." Pete Forte usually watch replays after work. Sick with COVID this week. Oh, damn. Damn, are bro. you really the coronavirus? That's brutal, dude. Uh, so I get to watch live from San Diego. San Diego. We almost played Tory next week, but just couldn't get the right tea time because we're going to SoCal for Christmas. And the 26, we had a tea time, we just couldn't make it match up. So almost played Tory. I love San Diego. I've spent not enough time in La Jolla watching sunsets. So good. I miss it. Uh, Joseph, it's okay, Monty. I don't mind. Okay, good. Good. Texas, Je <laughs> Jeff Wilbur, Texas might be back, but their front is still mid. So we did the back <laughs> and front. Why do people hate Texas so much? Because they're good. I, 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 I have to think that's why. And they're one of like 40 teams in the state of Texas. Party. They are. True. Maury Alvarez, my daughter wants to give a very heartfelt thank you for those who voted for her? I know it was all her. She is the cutest. She is. She was great. Maury won. Maury won a hundred dollar gift card. Hundred uh, for his bucked up contributions yesterday. Uh, Boyd Lake watching from uh, Leander, Texas. Uncle Rico could throw a football from my house and hit Paulo and Round Rock. What's up? The SEO King of America. Never heard. Uh, Viva India. Viva! Viva! Isn't not that... to be confused with Beaver. Viva! Jojo Boyd. <laughs> I'm staying in Beaver in a couple of weeks. Because uh, I'm married. It's only every couple of weeks. Uh, I, <laughs> I caused three rear-end accidents within 15 minutes, hauling ass in my wheelchair down the sidewalk one summer about seven years ago. I laughed so hard after the third one. Okay. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What? Marcus Emmert, old Greg, you ever drunk Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? Is it just the Wednesday hangover in the comments section? Is that what we're doing? It, it may be Lamont Tucker. Let's go. The transfer portal is the worst thing to happen in college football, and the one and done is killed college basketball. Facts. Oh, my God. See, Lamont, I knew you would bring us back to reality. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Mike Smith, Monty Show, friend of COVID watchers everywhere. That's right. That's right. 
Oh, you got COVID? Turn on the money program. They'll make you feel worse. The coronavirus. <laughs> uh, Johnny says, speaking of Virginia, NBA Wizards. Yes, we're going to talk yes. about that. I love that move. Giggity. Oh, how I love me some San Diego. Don't. How do you not like San Diego? Shohei, what are you thinking? Um, Jeff Woodworth, 70% of COVID cases are made up so that people can watch the showroom. I've heard that. And people, and they were saying that they have the sniffles. Yeah. You know, Jim Choi, Tory Pines got one of the best burgered. Okay. We have to talk burgers. I broke my fast food vows to Mrs. Monty today. And I am glad it I is did. what it is. Wait until you hear what we did today. Lamont Tucker, everyone wants to be great, but nobody wants to work to be great. Dude, you need to chill, bro. Yeah, I too mean, real. Yeah, why, why do we need but, to be so smart about it? But I'm, I'm in all seriousness, the truth is everybody wants to be great, but they don't realize the work that you never see or hear about that makes Kobe, John Rahm, Tiger Woods. You know, like I, golf right now is in my soul. I'm going to the driving range four or five days a week to the, like I'm sitting here with an aching hand because my hand, it like, I've been swinging the golf club five, six days a week in the middle of winter. You don't see the work that goes into the, you know, break in 80. Like you don't see the work that goes into shooting par. You don't see the work that goes into Michael Jordan or LeBron James. You don't see all those workouts, all the shooting sessions. Tiger Woods put out a video the other week that talked about how he would shoot, he would hit 400 putts a day. You've seen 400 putts a day, 200 long chip shots, 200. He was saying that he was hitting 250 yard wedges every day, every single day, 250 yard wedges. And when he was done with all that, so imagine you're hitting 400 putts, 250-yard wedges, a full warm-up and practice session, and then he's like, yeah, I'd go, I, I would go and play 27 holes. So 18 and 9. Let and that sink in. And then would go and lift weights. And he's the greatest golfer anybody's ever known. But how many people know that that's how much it takes? You don't want to do the work. Like when we were sales trainers at Yelp, we used to tell people all the time, hey, yeah, because at one point, I'm not even bragging. I was like the top producer in the company at Yelp. I made wild money. Gave it up to be here with you. Anyway, the point is, I would people would be like, you make it look so easy. It's like, it's not easy. Like I, I work really hard at it. And it's something you can't teach people, Lamont. You can't make people understand it's not easy. Because if it was easy, everybody would be Elon Musk. Everybody would be Berkshire Hathaway. Everybody would be billionaires. But why are there so few? Why is it called the 1%? Because 1% of people in the world are willing to do what it takes. Mm -hmm. Now, did some of them trip and fall in the generational wealth and mom died and dad died and their dad died and their cousin died and they left them everything? Sure, they did. That happens all the time. But you look at people that build companies and what do we do? And I don't know why I'm on this tangent now. What do we do? What do we do? We do it. Spam call. Do it. Let's see what this is. Um, yes, hello. Hello. Hi. Can I speak to the owner? Yeah, that's me. How can I help you? 
Would you like to place an order? Make sure there's civil business finance. Okay. Would you like to place an order? Or? My company. Okay. Uh -huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would like to place an order. Okay, what would I mean? What would you like? What would you like to order? See, we sell bait and tackle, or this is uh, this is Teddy's bait and tackle. Um, would would you like some? Would you need some lures? What 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 can we get for you? I need to make a design for my new office. Okay, is it shaped like a rocket ship penis? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be great. Okay, and do you, exactly. do you want like red stripes to emulate the veins and stuff, or <laughs> what kind of design are we talking about, Chico? Yeah, but first tell me how much you could charge for that. Uh, I don't know. Ask your mom what I charge. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Um, how can I help you? Would you like to place an order? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Can we, hey, you know, I was thinking maybe we could be friends, dude. I mean, you call and scam people out of their money. Let's, you know, me and you, we could go into business together. Then we could like, you know, take the money we make and we could go <laughs> eat Italian food like it was your mom's lasagna. You talk too much. I know I talk too much. Yeah, they tell me that. And the funny thing is, like you're, a, you're a phone scammer who doesn't talk enough. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Oh my god! I dude. I do my. Give the I, guy credit though. Give the guy credit. The fact that he pushed through the bait and tackle vein objection was pretty <laughs> solid out of him. <laughs> hey, would you like those red veins? You know, um, hello. Is it shaped like a rocket ship penis? Hello, here, man. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Edgar Garcia, I used to watch the morning show on my way to work. Now I watch it on my way home. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think that, that anyway, my point is it, I think so many people don't want to do the work on business. And the other thing we got to stop doing in this country is we got to stop shaming people. We have to stop shaming people when they fail. And we have to stop shaming people when they're overwhelmingly successful, they become the 1%. And then we tell them that they make too much money and they're terrible people. And What's we should, wrong with you? and we want to tax them more and we want to charge them more and they should tip us more. And because they drive a nice car and have a nice watch or because you failed building a business three times. Ah, you're terrible. You're awful. You're embarrassing. How many businesses have you tried to build? Oh, none. That's right. Okay, cool. Thanks for bagging my groceries, bud. We'll talk to you next time. Right. Like that's, that's the reality of it. Uh, Mike Smith, see spam calls can be entertaining. They waste your time. You waste theirs to some point. Uh, Joseph Harper, uh, so much better than crank anchors. <laughs> Keith Carl, the Monty spam caller comedy uh, ca cavalcade. I try. I try. Uh, let's see. Uh, Danny Salazar, what is this ruckus? Is this a slow day? No, it's not a slow day, actually. It's not a slow day at all. Um, Johnny Gonzalez, Monty talks too much. He has a show on YouTube. Jack off. What do you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> DK, I run my own business and won't hire people. It's too much of a liability with how people are today. Totally is. Absolutely. And donuts. What's up, and donuts? Uh, I once had a caller call me back to tell me to F off. Classic. <laughs> Truth. Mark Hales, uh, before we flip here, if I get a scam call, 
I asked them to pay for my hourly weight. They always hang up. Exact hourly wage. Exactly right. Exactly right. Speaking of being rich and making money, hour number two of the Monty Show presented by our good friends at Triday Trading. Trydaytrading.com. And I, I tell you every day on the program, you guys, that um, it's awesome to hear Mrs. Monty talking to her trading coach, Phil, today at Triday Trading. Uh, went to the driving range to get a workout. Went home. Mrs. Monty's on the phone. They're talking about trading and She's talking about riding the roller coaster and am I a buyer? Am I a seller? Like all of the questions that you have, like uh, the number one question I get about day trading, it's a scam. Well, it's actually not a scam. And now that I'm involved with Triday Trading's program and I see the way you trade, it's, it's anything but a scam. And I think when we talk about making money, so many people dream about making money, but never do anything to actually make money. If I said I could give me $10, I'll show you your financial future. You'd absolutely do it. There's no question you would do it. That's what TridayTrading.com is telling you. Make a $10 charitable donation. You give it to Triday Trading. They give it to charity. It's a tax write-off for you. Then they give you 30 days in their, their program, absolutely free, with no obligation to continue. It's the best trial period I've ever seen because if you don't like it at the end of 30 days, walk away from it. It costs you a tax write off of $10, right? Just walk away from it. But the thing that you always find out at Triday Trading is once you're in, dude, you are in because it is, it's everything. It's an adrenaline rush. It is your love. It is your passion. It's what you think about. It's frustrating. And it really is that rush. And I can only equate it to one thing. When you're on the tee box and you hit that 300-yard drive that you've always talked about, that little flutter in your heart you get as you watch that ball full send down the fairway, that's what it feels like when you watch yourself making money on Friday because it just it just goes. So don't take my word for it. Do what needs to be done. Get to TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Sign up for your 30-day trial membership. Uh, at tridaytrading.com. All right. Um, why don't we talk about Draymond Green? Did you guys see this thing with Draymond Green? I, I don't know what to do with this. I, I honestly don't. I have, I have said multiple times on this show that I respect Draymond Green's game. I do. And yet, here we are in a situation where he is, and I don't know what else, how else would you even describe what he did to Yusuf Nurkic last night? Mm -hmm. Beyond the fact that he got frustrated and punched him in the face. Punched him in the face. And then after the game last night, he's sitting here saying, oh, it was an accident. I didn't mean to hit him. He was pulling my hip and I was swinging away to sell the car. Made contact with him. Um... As you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to you, sir, um, because I didn't intend to hit him. Uh, I sell calls with my arms. I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't, I'm not a flopper. So I was just selling the call because he was grabbing me and pulling my hip back. So I spun away, and unfortunately, I hit him. And so, like I said, I apologize to you, Seth. Um, because I didn't intend to hit him. I'm uh -huh. so, I, I just don't believe you. He whirled around, and we can't show you the video because it's copyright. He whirled around and punched him, slapped him, punched him. He punched him in the face, dude. 
And this is Draymond Green of violent acts, Draymond Green, against Jordan Poole in his own practice facility, mm-hmm. uh, against Sabonis when he stomped on his chest in the playoffs. Um, you think about the Rudy Gobert rear naked choke. This is not the first time we've seen Draymond Green loses cool. Jake, what is the proper penalty for Draymond Green? I, I mean, it's it's difficult to say. I, I think the minimum is 10 games. I, and I would have no problem with a, a suspension upwards of 20 to 25 games. And, and the only reason I say that is because there's a track record here, man. You, you're talking about someone who this is his reputation now. And I'm not really here to have the conversation today about whether Draymond's the reason you know, the Warriors win or lose. But what I am telling you is whether he is or is not, he has four rings. And this is somebody who could have gone down in the Hall of Fame as as an all-time great. But now that's not going to happen because you're too busy, you know, sending nut shots and face slaps to guys on the floor for no particular reason. I might add with this use of Nurkic play, no particular reason to do this. It's not like you were in some super physical uh, engagement on the block. Like, yeah, you were posting him up, but he had pushed you out pretty much to the three-point line and you just whirled around and, and clocked him. And that's what I don't understand is like, what was the point? Were you just frustrated you couldn't push him back? Were you frustrated that for whatever reason your teammate wouldn't give you the ball while you were posting up even though you're not a post-up player? I mean, what, what, what was the thought? And that's what I'm trying to understand with Draymond. Because... Ultimately, whether it's stomping on Sabonis, choking out Rudy, you know, the the numerous nut shots over the course of his career, I'm just left wondering, hey, like, is there a thought process or is this just simply how you play the game? If if are you just simply that guy that thinks he can whirl around and slap somebody across the face and stomp on a dude and and you think that your acting is so good, we're gonna think you didn't mean to do it? Sorry, dude, you're giving yourself way too much credit. You're acting yeah. somewhere near good enough to justify that. Yeah, and I, I think the problem is now this is who he is. And, you know, I, I I again say that I think Draymond Green was a critical part of the Warriors championship dynasties, but those days are over now. I think this is a different team, and Draymond Green's a different player. And whether it was in Boston uh, during the finals when he got shook, I, I don't even know. This cat's a different player. And the violent tendencies that we've seen from Draymond Green, they go back to that alleged incident in a bar in in East Lansing when he got into a fight with a a Michigan State football player or whatever that was. Again, the the Jordan Poole, assaulting Jordan Poole allegedly in practice or the Rudy Gobert rear naked choke thing. Like There's so many incidents we can point to with Draymond Green. This is now who he is. And today is the first day that I will honestly tell you, Draymond Green's lost me now. I look at Draymond Green as somebody that the, that is a, a nightly threat to player safety, and the NBA needs to suspend Draymond Green so Draymond Green can get the help with his emotional hurdles. I, I don't even know what you would call these kinds of reactions other than to say he is a danger to the players on the floor with him, and it's just not something the NBA can have. And a lot of people want to put a number on it. A lot of people want to say suspend Draymond Green for 10 games. I got news for you. Draymond Green should be suspended indefinitely until such a time that he can prove or somebody who is working with him can vouch for the fact that he is no longer a threat to the players on the floor with him. Because punching a guy in the face, rear naked choking a guy, stomping on a guy's chest, 
or slapping Yusuf Nurkic last night, when is when is somebody going to get seriously hurt? Because it's not an if, it's when with Draymond Green. That's how I feel about it. And I just don't believe he deserves the benefit of the doubt anymore because he's not the same player he was. And this is not the same Golden State Warriors team because those teams with guys like Bob Myers standing behind the scenes, they would not have accepted this. Steve Kerr, you owe the NBA and its players more than allowing Draymond Green to punch, slap, kick, and choke other players in this league. I'm I'm just, I'm over it, man. I think the other thing that bothers me too is Steve Kerr after the game is just no commenting. It just, you know, yeah, you know, just, just not giving any type of, you know, any type of explanation as to why Draymond Green is behaving this way. I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a replay, so I don't, I, I have no comment on it. So do you see how he's just enabling him? Like, oh, I haven't seen the replay, so I have no comment. Yeah, my ass, you haven't seen the replay. Oh, I forgot, dude. You saw it live, then you saw it on the jumbotron, then you saw it in the in the locker room or in your office. So, and it's way worse live. It's way oh, worse. Oh, it looks live. terrible live. It oh, looks like it, it looks like Nurkic is just doing what any any normal NBA player would be doing. He's just playing defense. It wasn't this, and this is my thing with this particular issue. Like when I look at Dylan Brooks or any of the other jackasses in the NBA who do this stuff. At least with Dylan Brooks, I can at least lie to myself and tell myself, oh, yeah, like they were engaged in a physical battle there. Like they were banging and, you know, it just was heat of the moment. You know what the problem with this Draymond incident was? Mm -hmm. Just like the last four of them, there was no heat of the moment excuse here, dude. No. This was in the middle of game flow, just in the middle of a play. This was not like a chase down block situation or, hey, Draymond got dropped on a hard screen or like, Right, there was no like you know, and I'm not justifying, but there was no justification for Draymond in this one. That's what I think makes it so much worse, and I think takes it down the path that you have. Is like, hey, this guy has lost the NBA now because he's just doing this stuff like just randomly now. You don't even have to provoke the guy. He's coming out as a matter of routine. You can count on it. Yeah, like he's just coming out here saying, "Oh, he grabbed my hip, and so I 360 slapped him and dropped him to the floor." He's and Draymond's point was, he grabbed my hip. I went to sell the call. Oh, so you were flopping on top of that? I don't. Hey, I don't believe that. You don't spin around and punch a guy in the face. By his own words, doesn't flop. He does. He's not a flopper, dude. He sells it with his arms, according to Draymond which I still find incredible. Not only are you a danger to player safety on a nightly basis, you're now trying to distinguish flailing your arms with flopping onto the floor. It's all the same in my book, man. Yeah, It's all the same. You're faking. And, and your faking tactics have turned into not only you're faking, you're dropping people to the floor while you're allegedly not flopping. And that's what I think. While is you're so allegedly not flopping. Yeah. Like, I, like, how are you going to sit here and say you're that's not awesome. flopping, dude? That's so good. And, and, and that's why I agree with you. This has to be, you know, this is one of those where, where Adam Silver is going to come out looking like kind of an ass, I think, because he's not going to suspend Draymond Green 25 games for this. He's going to suspend him. You like, don't think so. It'll be like, you watch, it'll be like, hey, Draymond got 13 games because this was excessive in force. And it's like, okay, you gave him, what, three more games than usual? I don't think so. I think this is going to be a long suspension. This is a, this is pro- <coughs> proving a point. And I, I don't think you can just let this go on. I, I, I really don't think you can just let it go on. Uh, 
Let's see. Matt says Max Johnson to UNC from Texas A&M was a good pickup for the heels. Excellent. We <laughs> talked about it when that happened. Excellent. Um, Sean Rollins says garbage. Uh, always playing the victim. Always playing the victim. Uh, Matt says green is trash. Boyd Lake, another NBA slappy fight. This was not even a fight. This was in and, and make sure that you guys watch the watch the the live full speed version. It looks awful live, dude. Oh man, it looks, dude. It looks violent live. It you're like, whoa, when he does that, dude. It is, it is, it is no joke. It is absolutely no joke. Uh, Noel says NBA is getting soft. Let them fight. You have guys that size punching each other in the face. That's life and death. Here's what no one wants to talk about, dude. It's not the fighting any of us have a problem with. No. In fact, we celebrate fighting in sports as a as a matter of hobby. We love when guys in sports fight, whether it's baseball, basketball, hockey, or football. We don't give a damn if you fight, but there's got to be some morality to it. There's got to be, you got to have some standards, some class. If you're going to fight, there better be a damn good reason for it. Like, I don't know, you got dotted with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball on your ribs? That's a reason to throw hands. I'm, I'm saying. Hey, if you're a goaltender and you're poke-checking Brady Kachuk on an overtime penalty shot, that's a reason to throw but, hands, But you dude. guys, the truth is, Dray- I think Draymond Green needs help. Uh, absolutely. This is not – This is not, we can sit here and, and make light of it and – I mean – I'm deadly serious when I say Draymond Green needs needs help. He needs a professional to work with him on uh, what whatever it is, emotional anger management, whatever this is. Draymond Green needs help because he is going to seriously hurt somebody, and it 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 just you cannot let this happen. He's that guy that I fear for when he's retired. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I hope he gets help. I really do. OG Gary Sabonis deserved that though. Yeah, he low key did. But that's you? not the point, dude. He but no, he Sabonis is a, is a jerk. He didn't deserve that. You you don't stomp on somebody's chest. Now you hang on to Draymond's ankle and you're asking for it. So mm. uh the dude needs a mental health evaluation. I would make him seek anger management. Cause he is he's it is it too strong to say that Draymond Green has a a, a pension uh a a I don't know, he defaults to violence. That's what it feels like. He's got a propensity to step up and slap someone. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And it's just not, in my opinion, you can't let it go on. Mike Smith, so you're saying there is a pattern with Draymond, sarcasm off. (laughs) So you're saying. But that's my point. Like, if you're Adam Silver, like, this has to be a beefy suspension, dude. This has to be like... You know, hey, we're like, I would have no problem if tomorrow Adam Silver rolled out with an indefinite suspension uh, and made him sit out for a month. I would have no issue with that, dude. And why did I, why did he do that with why did he do that with? Um, oh, my God. Uh, John Morant. Because it's it, it, it. we're talking about guns and violent behavior. The only thing missing here is a gun with Draymond Green, and are we really going to wait until it gets to that point? Well, and I think if you're a, a John ja Moran apologist, you you would be sitting here saying, "Hey, you know what? Guns aside, Ja didn't hurt anybody. It's only alleged, right? Like he's not been convicted. He's n- there's no like nothing's come of that incident in his backyard allegedly. 
And and as far as Jaw is concerned, his biggest crime is that his dad has a horrible influence on him, right? And his biggest crime is that he made the NBA look bad because he was in the club with strippers and guns. Well, what was Draymond Green in 2016 when he got in a bar fight at East Lansing and punched a Michigan State football player? But nobody remembers that. Right. I mean, this is not new. Uh, 1939. How are you, my friend? Uh, Green should be suspended for a year. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 that's a little extreme. I don't know about that. Matt says the Warriors need to trade his ass. Are they overdue? I think the Warriors have hung on to Clay and Dre too long. Mm -hmm. uh, and frankly, at this point, Kaminga too. But we'll see. WTF crap says, I say a fine, a large one at that would be the only thing that would uh, bother him. You Oh, you always have to hit him in the pocketbook. That's why you his suspension's without pay. Take him off the court and take his money. Period. It, it, I mean, it is what it is. Yep. Noel, LOL should be like hockey. Let them go at it for a few seconds. I just don't think you can do that. The guys in basketball are so much bigger. Little uh, Pete Thamel bomb. A uh, little spraining news from Pete Thamel. Malik yes. Murphy is in the portal. Malik Murphy's in the portal. Yes, he is. Ooh. What it well, I mean, doesn't that say Quinn Ewers is going back to Texas? Absolutely. I but think that's what, the, what that what says. are the ramifications for good old Arch Manning? Because that to me is it's not about Quinn, it's about Arch. They they've they've Ooh. said, Hey, you know, Arch is the backup this year. He's gonna we're gonna get him more reps and ramp him up because this is one thousand percent Quinn's last year. Malik Murphy in the portal. I, I, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised by that. No, I mean, I, I'm not surprised by it. I, I I think that Malik's a guy that can help go help someone win win in the college football playoff. I, I mean, he's that good. And I think we talk about this all the time. Um, they're deep at Texas, man. I mean, you got four running backs, three top quality quarterbacks. I think Malik Murphy showed some rust or young guy inexperience maybe is a better way to put that, but is there anybody who didn't want to see more from Malik Murphy? Because I nah. did. Yeah. And if Arch Manning wasn't there, wouldn't you be excited to have Malik Murphy if you were a, a, a Horns fan? Well, let's be honest. Without Malik Murphy, the Horns aren't where they are right here. Oh, I agree with that 100%. I, I mean, Malik Murphy was the bridge. And, and, and I think that, you know, because of that, um, you know, I, I think he understands, hey, I got to go and ride that wave of momentum and get a starting gig. Yeah, and I think you look at the – he's a thrower, too. I mean, again, I'm not a Taylor Green fan, the Boise transfer, but mm -hmm. I, I look at Taylor and and I, I understand why he's in demand. I do. Um, I think it's very interesting that when you look at the portal and you look at the quarterbacks um, that are in the portal, I mean, I, I think it's very difficult when you look at Fernando Garza from AM or I mean, you just don't know what these guys are. That's that's the biggest issue, and you look at some of the names in the portal. Malik Murphy in, instantly, instantly um, becomes somebody that is a top name in the portal. Like it, it is, it is awfully difficult. And again, this is just my opinion. It's awfully difficult to look at somebody like Taylor Green. He was in the portal fifteen minutes, and then he was at Arkansas. Yep. You know, like Suey, like, I, hey, I mean, Malik Murphy's one of those guys that's good enough to know where he wants to go. I, I mean, I, you know, I, he already has a home yeah, There's, I mean, you, I, you don't do that. And I, I think you look at guys like Cam Ward who came out, I think it was today or yesterday and said that, you know, he's got one more meeting outside of Florida state. And, you know, and if that happens or if that doesn't happen, it'll be between Miami and Florida state. Like these guys know where they want to go. They man. know where they want to go. 
we'll, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. But again, I, I think, you know, I'd have to look at his, I'd have to look at his, his numbers, but I think you look at, you look at uh, Malik and you, I mean, his numbers are not bad. I mean, I, I just am curious. I'm curious what his upside is. You know, in the games where he played, 16 to 25 for 170 yards, two scores and an interception against BYU. Um, in that uh, case, oh, the K-State game, uh, 19 to 37, 248, two interceptions and a touchdown. Um, and then one for one against Oak State, 12 yards. So, I mean, I, I think it's interesting to see where he ends up and what kind of player he turns into. Because I think he's got just an, an incredible amount of talent. And with Arch Manning and Quinn Ewers, and I have to believe Quinn Ewers is back now. Mm -hmm. Have to believe. But if you look at if you look at Florida State, you talked about Florida State of Miami. I mean, they're they're in the market for quarterbacks. I think you look there, there's a lot of universities that need top level talent like Blake Murphy. So I mean, everybody's got to have three or four of them anyway. Uh, Tanner Plummer, uh, Malik to BYU would be great, but it's a pipe dream. Yeah, that's oh, because Boyd Lake said Malik uh, should come to BYU. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, that ain't happening, bro. Um, what's the Bulls' trade options, or do we have any, Matt? Well, I think the problem, the first why, problem wait, wait, for the Bulls. Why would you bring up such a hurtful topic? Hey, you start talking shit. Why? Why would you do that? You're new to the show. Why? As a as a suffering, long time suffering Bulls fan, <laughs> you're a jerk. Uh, the problem is right now that Zach Levine's hurt and he's out another three weeks. What? And Zach Levine's hurt. I think OKC wanted Zach Levine. I the Lakers have been heavily tied to Zach Levine. I think the Josh Giddy scandal at OKC made that more difficult. Um, I think it is it is a very difficult situation. I think for the Bulls, <clears throat> the thing at play right now is that, as usual, every single year as we approach the deadline, the New York Knicks are taking over the world headlines have come out. And so right now, the situation allegedly in New York is that they're ready to make big moves and, you know, they're ready to get it going. And the problem is, is they never seem to come through on that. So if you're the Bulls, DeMar DeRozan's already said he's interested in Miami. He's interested in a couple of Eastern Conference teams. The problem is, is that you can't package, you can't do a three, four team deal that involves DeMar and, and, uh, and Zach Levine. Because, because Zach Levine's always hurt. They want they want win now players yes. in Chicago. They are not going to. They are not going to. They're not going to sit back and just rebuild again. I mean, it, it, it the the Derrick Roses of the world for the Chicago Bulls are are truly what they were once in a generation. That's all that was once in a generation, man. Like it's it's tough. Sean Rollins, not once in a generation. Oh. Gifted five Monty Show memberships. Thank you guys. Appreciate that as always. Um, Ethan Wah, Joseph Spillman, Pure Technology, John Death, all picked up. Danny Guzman, all picked up uh, gifted memberships. Thanks to Sean Rollins. Thank you for growing uh, the following on the show. Um, Wet Blanket says pew pew. 
I think <laughs> that's what you mean, but that's fine. Could be worse, Monty. You could be a Pistons fan. Jesus. With Boyan Bagsnatchevich. Might want to win a game here, bro. Bojan Bagsnatchevich. Yes. Yes. They've got to start winning games. Bojan. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, Malik to Ohio State would be interesting. You can't, don't you have to aim higher than that? What do you mean higher than that? I mean, well, but don't I, I think you You're need not a, going to Bama. No, Ohio State has to aim higher than that. Oh, no, I, I think that I think you're selling Malik a little short, dude. I think Malik's one of the top talents. Uh, well, I mm, I don't know. I, I look at some of the guys that are in the portal right now, and I think it's very difficult. I think it's it'll be interesting to see who Ohio State gets. Yeah, I, I think the thing for Ohio State is maybe that is a conversation with Ohio State. I mean, what you know, what is Ryan Day looking for? I mean, you know, the 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 kicking to the curb of Kyle McCord was swift. I mean, that was very quick. So clearly, clearly, uh, Ryan Day wants something that's a major upgrade at that position. Frankly, he needs it. And 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 my thing with Kyle, or uh, with Malik Murphy is, hey, you've got all the talent in the world. You just need someone to de- to develop that talent. And the yeah. problem is, is that yes, Ryan Day has put quarterbacks into the NFL. C.J. Stroud be damned. But it's not like every single. Ohio State quarterback has worked out. It's not like you're just a right, quarterback. But you're you're in a pass heavy offense at Ohio State. I mean, I look at Dante Moore. I mean, Will Howard's probably the prototype. I mean, if I'm the Ohio State, Will Howard's probably Cam Ward. Tell mm-hmm. me, Cam Ward wouldn't be an yeah, absolute I mean, home I think run. Cam Ward's the best. Will Howard and Cam Ward are the two I'd be looking at. Yeah, but I Malik's mean, right there. Uh, you, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dylan Gabriel would have been a home run, but and you look at Kyle McCord's already at Nebraska. It, it, you just feel like, yeah, you know, I I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how all this plays out. But again, Malik Murphy in the transfer portal, and yeah, I agree, Ohio State would be interesting. But I, where's Will Howard going? Where is Will Howard going? That is, I think that is a huge question mark. I'm surprised. And not that I'm criticizing Will, but I am a little surprised that Will wasn't a guy that already knew where he wanted to go, you know, or, or kind of had that lined out a little bit. It, it kind of sends the message, and this is my opinion, speculation, but to me, it kind of came off like, hey, you know, Will wasn't necessarily expecting to be in the portal come the end of the year, you know, because a guy of that talent, uh, you know, usually would have, a, a, you know, a next a next option, like, you know, whether that's a Michigan caliber program or whatever you know, like somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree at all. Uh, TH says Devin Brown might surprise us all at the Ohio state. Well, Marvin Harrison jr. Says he's the dude. So maybe they're not out looking for a quarterback. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. You know, when your teammates and several of his teammates, including Marvin Harrison jr. Have said, Hey, we got our guy. Like maybe that's the guy. Uh, by the way, TH also gifted five Monty Show memberships. Go, Giving Wednesday. Let's go. Giving Wednesday in full effect. I love it. Absolutely love it. OG Gary would love to see Dante Moore at LSU. He's, he's, yeah, that'd be a good fit, dude. 
He, yeah, he is. Uh, Wasakowski says Blackhawks are sad. We're right where we need to be. Dude, don't, how are you, you going to talk at, junk on the Hawks, dude? But you look at I'm Connor, familiar with it. Did you see Connor Bedard's goal last night? Yeah, come on, dude. He went backhand, pulled it back behind the defender's stick, and put a wrister in the top shelf. Glove side. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Bailey Dietrich, I heard that Ward was not interested in going to Ohio State. We'll yeah, maybe, maybe that's the case, you know, I, I but, th but this is the thing. This is the ongoing Ryan day discussion. Like if guys like Cam Ward who have that kind of talent are just quote, not interested in going to Ohio state, that's a huge problem. I'm telling you now, Ryan day and Lloyd card have never been seen in the same place at the same time. I fine. Give Ryan day another year. But when we're in this exact same position, depending on what happens with uh, Captain Khakis in in that university up north, it'll be interesting. Team. Well, it'll be interesting to see where Ryan Day is a year from mm -hmm. now, because if he doesn't win the Big Ten next year, and I don't want to hear about Oregon and Washington, and that's all well and good that SC and UCLA and your your Ohio State, I expect you to win. I, I expect you to want win. The best people. Right? Like, I expect you fully to win. Absolutely. And if if you're not, what, 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 and I say this about Jim Harbaugh, if Michigan doesn't win a national championship this year, why are you trying to make Jim Harbaugh the, the highest paid coach in the history of the Big Ten? Five-year, $55 million deal. W what are you hanging on to? No idea. Why are you hanging on? Why is Ryan Day the exact right guy at the? I don't know either. Because he has been very mediocre in the last couple of years. I wonder if Ohio State right now, well, I don't wonder. I mean, it's it's obvious, right? Like Ohio State has this stigma for not winning right now. Oh, there's no, there's no doubt. That and, loss, and when I say not winning, like put it in perspective, of course, like not winning against the teams that matter. Of course, they win it at their paper stats, say, hey, super high winning percentage under Ryan Day, but that's not what we're all here for. That loss at the big house is unforgivable. It's unforgivable. And that, listen, I, I know I will sit up straight and take my medicine. Hey, better, better strap in for this take. You were right about Kyle McCord. Mm -hmm. You were right about Kyle McCord. He was not the guy. And again, I just think, and you look at, you look at Kyle Whittingham at Utah, right? Success. It, it, it creates these unrealistic expectations success in sports has always done that Shohei Otani Connor Bedard mm -hmm. look at the guys we talk about with the jazz what was last year with the Utah jazz unbelievable success more than anybody could have imagined now look at this year and you're like well what the heck was last year Victor Wembenyama dudes I'm telling you success is awfully awfully dangerous because you better be willing to pay the price for success. And if you don't, or if you're at the door, you better stop knocking and start kicking. Because it is, re dude, it is really hard to get to the top of the mountain. And it is even more difficult to stay there. And if Michigan went through all of this for Jim Harbaugh, and they don't win in the, in the college football playoff, dude, all right, look out. Absolutely, look out! Always a pleasure to welcome uh, the guy who's always winning. I don't know, Matt. That's 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 all I had, man. Look at all the pressure you're putting on me now, right, Matt Deering? <laughs> Sound Sleep Medical. There's no pressure because what you guys offer is what everybody needs. 
Um, you know, I talk about it every day on this show, the difference uh, in the relationship between sleep apnea and snoring. Tell me about that and then tell me what it is that Sound Sleep Medical can do. Sure. So we've got uh, we've got a lot of people, I'm sure, that are listening that have someone in their life or know somebody that snores. Uh, and, and for those that are around uh, the snorer, it is uncomfortable uh, to try to sleep there. I know, I remember when I was young and I, I had to go camping with my dad, that I had to try to fall asleep before he did or else it, I, it wasn't going to happen, right? I'm, I'm up all night because the guy just snored like a freight train. And that snoring, as, as obnoxious as it is, it's a, it's a sign of a probably a bigger issue called sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is when you stop breathing for periods of time while you're sleeping. I had one patient the other day, his, his index showed that he, he had a period in which he stopped breathing for two minutes and 40 seconds. Wow. Which is crazy before he, his body woke him up, startled him awake, he snored, gasped, freaked his wife out and, uh, and went back to sleep. But when you're not breathing, your body and your brain is not getting oxygen. If your brain's not getting oxygen, it's literally dying. Yeah. And that's why sleep apnea is such a big deal. Come in, we're doing free sleep screenings. During that time, we're gonna identify how many times you snore at night, how your body's positioned at night, whether or not you're getting REM sleep, that's where that's restful sleep, that's when your body's rejuvenating, how many times uh, you're, you are having an apnea event. And a mild apnea is somebody that's having an event 10 to 15 times per minute. Oh my I, God. I have mild apnea, right? That means when I'm sleeping 10 to 15 times, I stop breathing if I'm not wearing my oral appliance to help me out. That's terrifying. And I, I, you know, I, I know people think I'm crazy when I say this every day, but we're talking about life and death. I mean, it, you are shortening your life. And, and I think the, the thing that you said to me a month ago now, I think that really, that really hit home with me is like, we're talking about damage being done to your brain mm -hmm. because you're not getting the air that you need. And you're not that REM sleep that you talk about, that REM sleep you talk about, it is just such a critical component. How much damage does does sleep apnea do to your brain? Yeah, yeah. so it, I don't have the studies right in front of me. I apologize. You probably studied up a little bit for that question. But what's happening is you are your brain is atrophying. It's leaving you more susceptible for conditions uh, in the future like Alzheimer and dementia. A uh, person that's, that's not getting a restful night's sleep, they're waking up groggy, irritable, um, they're having, they're, they're, they're lowering their effort at work. And so their opportunities for advancement are, are lower. So there's a lot of, a lot of issues that happen. And I know whenever I talk to anybody, any of my friends, any of my colleagues, people I meet on the street, I'll ask them, Hey, would you wear a sleep apnea? If you had sleep apnea, would you wear a mask at night for CPAP? And almost everybody is like, no way. I, I, I mean, even though I'm snoring, even though I know I'm losing my brain tissue, there's no way that I'm going to be able to wear a mask while I sleep. And that's the great thing about oral appliance therapies. You don't have to wear a mask. It's a, it's a custom appliance that fits around your teeth, leaves your lower jaw forward at night so that your airway stays open. You're able to breathe all night long. You hit that REM sleep, you get the restful night that you need, and then you wake up rejuvenated, ready to go the next day without yeah. the mask and the hoses. Well, and I, I think that the other thing that I, I not to talk your ear off, but I think the oh, thing that really hits home to me is you guys work with insurance. You guys work with healthcare spending accounts. You know, we're, 
we're just two weeks away from the end of the year. Why is that significant for people who have healthcare spending accounts in those cafeteria accounts? Yeah, if you've got an FSA or HSA account, um, it's a lot of it's a use it or lose it. This is a great time to come in. Also, a lot of people, if you do have just your, your, your regular traditional insurance, you've probably hit your deductibles for this year. So people are going to come in. The, the hearing aid, or this is covered. These uh, apnea devices are covered almost 100% by insurance after you've hit your deductible. This is the best time to come in, get those appliances, get the test, the free screening. We do a free sleep consultation as well. We can get you in. If you call now, we can, should be able to get you in before the end of the year so you can maximize those benefits. Yep, do it. And and I I I I just love the I love the information because I think people don't we're all embarrassed as it's specifically men, but I, I mean our wives snore too. Like yeah. I mean, it's not this knows no gender. And and I think there's so many couples, Matt, mm-hmm. that don't sleep in the same bed anymore because you have to get a good night of sleep. And when your partner snores and you can't sleep, that's just as bad for you as it is for them. Yeah. Like You've got to find a way to to fix that. And you guys actually put people back in the same bed because now you're not snoring like a freight train. Yeah, you're not snoring like a freight train. You're you're a little bit more excited to be around as well. Uh, Sleep apnea, not getting a restful night's sleep is also associated with with, uh, erectile dysfunction. So, you know, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, you're not you're not as active as you'd like to be. That's going to affect your relationship with your with your loved one as well, your spouse or your significant other. So all of those are great reasons why, you know, we want you to get back in bed for sleep and back in bed for fun. So come in, have your have your sleep screened and uh, come in for a consultation. If this is something that will work for you, we're doing 30 days uh, to make sure it's working out as well. So give us a call or go to my uh, soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty and uh, sign up for an appointment right now. Love it. And hey, by the way, thank you guys for partnering with us on the Raiders Las Vegas giveaway. It was a huge success on the show. Uh, Matt's the one that made that possible. Matt and Sound Sleep Medical made that possible. So we really appreciate you guys partnering with us on that. And uh, thanks for taking care of our listeners, man. We'll talk to you again in a few days here. Thank you, guys. Happy happy holidays. Yeah, same to you. Matt Deering. And I told you guys, every time he comes on, I tell you this. Yes. You're thinking about it. Stop thinking about it. It's one of those things where you don't want to talk to somebody about your snoring or your sleep apnea because you're embarrassed. You guys, this is what they do for a living. They know how to be discreet. They know how to help you. You don't have to be ashamed anymore. Put an end to that fear. Put an end to that insecurity. Go see Matt. Go see his team at Sound Sleep Medical, any of their Utah locations. And the best part is it's super easy. You don't have to sleep in their facility. They give you a little bag. You take it home. You wear a ring. You wear a chest strap. And then the information downloads to Sound Sleep Medical and they tell you, hey, here's your situation. You don't have sleep apnea or you do or, hey, this mouth because it's just a little mouthpiece. And before we get back on, um, because we got to do our prize picks here, I want to I want to show you what this mouthpiece is, because this is really important to me. I'm not just doing this because they hey sponsored our, our drive away to Las Vegas. You guys, I want you to see that there is a solution that's better for your health. And it's Sound Sleep Medical. It's super easy and it's custom fit. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with Sound Sleep Medical. Use code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, to schedule a free sleep assessment today. It is that, it is that small. It's not a big machine. You can travel with it. Super easy. Soundsleepmedical.com slash MONTY. Please make sure you tell them you heard about it on the MONTY Show. Jeff Woodworth, 
We have a whole new other definition of Mountain Mama. Okay. Okay. Daniel Barry Sports Highlights says, yo. Yo. Little tidbit on this Malik Murphy thing for Pete Thamel that I think is very interesting. Malik Murphy, and this is reading Pete Thamel's tweet. Malik Murphy told ESPN he's not going to be with the Longhorns in the college football playoff. He would have preferred to stay through the season, but the timing did not allow it. Murphy told ESPN, quote, it's nothing against Texas at all. I'm doing this purely for me and my future. In my eyes, I'll always be a Longhorn and a part of this great team, a.k.a. Arch Manning as the number two has begun. Yeah, it has to be. That's that's what that is. It has to be. I mean, there's just no way. There's just no way. Tanner Plummer says, over under, Jake will ask one question during this interview. How many times have I you going you going you going to get no man no why go. would I mess with something that's not broken bro why why everyone's like oh well, you should ask more questions why the hell would I do that when dude over here's a great interviewer why why would I mess with the flow we all know yeah. we all know when you get the the sports talk show that's got the awkward back and forth hey Batman asked one now Robin's got to ask another I don't believe in that dude yeah. get a good interview in that's that's what I believe in Sean Rollins Yurkich, uh uh, Yosef Nurkic, night night sleep apnea, cheese, cold blooded. Chill, chill, chill. That was Draymond Green's 18th career ejection, second most by any player over the last 25 seasons. Oof, oof. Doctor Detroit. There's no reason to have 130 D1 teams. No other pro league has that. Cut it 75. percent Who are the who are profitable with TV alone? But. It's college sports. I, I I don't know that that's yeah. I guess that's a different topic. Jeff Woodworth, there there are ladies in our, uh, Alaska that will monitor you in bed for a hundred dollars an hour. Is that true? I'm so bricked up right now. Well, look at that. Dakota Tubbs has decided to grace us with his presence. He says, "Hey guys, I'm finally here. You can start the show now." Whew. Yeah, nice you to okay. show up, dude. This is the Monty Show. Too bad. So sad. You know. Uh, all right. Ooh. Look at Welcome to the Nightmare has been a member for four months. How about that? Uh, on three, just reported Comacord next transfer. Not going to Nebraska. Not going to Nebraska. Yeah, he's not going to Nebraska. What happened there, I wonder? <clears throat> I don't know. But I take a grain of salt. With all, I'm not trying to disparage on three, but there's on just On three's not some... had a good run lately. Yeah. Uh, breaking news. They have not. All right, guys, let's get our prize picks out of the way. Uh, if you have not, download the prize picks app, prizepicks.com, or use the link in the description below. Um, you get a 100% prize, uh, prize picks deposit match. So $5, a million, $100. Really, it's up to $100. Uh, $5, $25, $100. They'll match it up. They'll double your deposit. Uh, prize picks is pretty simple. It is less or more. Um, so tonight, I think this is one of the most difficult NBA boards I have ever seen. Kevin Durant is back. So we should get the big three, Booker, Durant, and Brad Beal. Hey, Brad Beal. Tonight. But Victor Wambanyama is 36 points, rebounds, and assists against the LA Lakers. Man, I don't like yeah, that at that all. feels like an under. I think that might be an under. Or less, I should say. What do you think? I mean, is that one you would? He's been less four out of the last five. 
Yeah. I think that's – I think I'm going to take – Well, and look at who he's doing it against, too. I mean, if you go back to that graph. Yeah. You see those the, – look at the opposition he's doing it against. Yeah. Um. So when you play prize picks, they give you a bunch of research and information. I don't know if you, you guys probably know this. And if you don't, you probably don't care. Um. But I'm going to show you anyways because pimp's going to pimp, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You look at – when you do prize picks, they, you, they give you this – some of this research. So his number tonight, Victor Wambanyama is 36 points, rebounds, and assists combined. You have to pick more than that or he'll go less than that. They tell you his last five games, he did not against Golden State, Atlanta, and Minnesota. He did against the Bulls, who are a small team. And now he tied it against Houston. Which would have meant you lost if you took more. Yes, it was a push. I think I am going to take him to be less tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, I do believe I am going to go with uh, Victor Wambin, your mama, um, because I think this research is very compelling. Uh, and then I think, you know, one of the more interesting ones, and, and this is, I, I could be wrong about this. Where's the specials? Um, I was looking at the the hockey special, like the combos. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like Tyrese Halliburton and David Pasternak. Eight and a half, three-pointers made in shots on goals. Yeah, I had trouble to build up the courage on Halliburton. Why? Well, because it's made three-pointers. Yeah. Makes, not attempts. What's wrong with that? I mean, you could go Crosby and Dame Lillard, seven and a half. Do you like seven and a half? Dame against uh, Indiana. I do, but... Mm, ah, that's tough, dude. That's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk you out of that one. That's 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 you. You wow. gotta choose that one. Wow, Pittsburgh, Montreal, um, Boston, and New Jersey. I think I I'm mean, gonna I, go. I, I'm gonna go Halliburton and Pasternak. Okay, cool. That's cool. that's where I'm cool, gonna go cool, there. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then I think I am going Kevin Durant. Um, the uh, no, no, that's that's not for today. That's not for today. For Christmas Day. That's for Christmas Day. Yeah. There's a Christmas Day Kevin Durant for half a point. Which Prize Picks does all the time. They do, which I love. Um, there are some huge numbers and points tonight as well. Uh, let me go down to the bottom and find the Suns. Uh, Nurkic, 12 and a half points. Devin Booker, 26 and a half points against Brooklyn. Hmm. Like, hate, what do you think? I stayed away from phoenix tonight because they're playing together for the first time and and you think I, that's awkward well i don't think it's awkward what i think is that there's more ball distribution there so if you think about it when let's let's say it's book and kevin durant right and brad beal's not playing bradley well, beal book's, please book's probably going to get five six more looks right so his number is going to be more reliable or katie's number would be more reliable so oh. let's say tonight and Brad Beal did some media this week where he talked about how it was more than just a back strain. He had an yeah. injury. And he had, a, he he had, a structure, he had structural damage to his back. So if tonight, <clears throat> and what was Book's number again? Uh, Book's number was 26 and a half, which so, is exactly what Durant's number is, and I'm going less. So if tonight Durant's number is 26 and a half and Beal's going off, what's to say Durant doesn't do 24 and 10? And Brad's got 20. But I don't think he will. I, I just don't think he yeah, will. Yeah, but you're taking KD less. I'm taking KD less. So you're agreeing with me. Less Wait, than okay. 26 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to say. My point is, is that if Beal is playing, 
those two are going to probably facilitate a little bit because yes. he okay. hasn't played My a lot. bad. I'm sorry. I misunderstood yeah. what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to go less and I'm going to do a $25 flux play. And that's going to be what, you know, my, my big pimpin's all going to be about your big pimpin. No, Cause I, I have, I mean, you I, have been on a heater though. I have, but I, I have been very careful not to tell you that I have lost my last two prize picks. What? Dude, I you can't speak that into existence. Come I, on. well, we had a huge fight playing golf today. Because Jake loves, like, we were playing down at Copper Rock on Saturday, playing golf together. And this Jamoke over here is like, hey, you seen that water down there, bro? That's not what I said, dude. Okay, so we're we're on a hole, and we talk through golf all the time. He hates doing it. I love doing it. And so I'm like, okay, I, I, Jake, is, Jake will say, hey, the best miss here is right. Do not miss left. Mm -hmm. So I'm standing over a ball on Saturday. And Jimmy over here is like, yeah, don't hit it in the water. <laughs> take the water. No, what he said was, take the water because, out of play. Because what had I been doing, which you just seem to forget, he, dude doesn't tell the whole story as usual. Hey, dude, the water's only, I think it was 120, and you had a 150-yard shot with like an 8-iron or whatever the hell it was. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, water on the right's not in play. Just hit your best shot. That's all you got to do. Hit your best shot. And you're like, no, don't talk about the water while I'm standing over the ball. It ruins my shot. Now I hit it in the water. Okay, not what dude, I well, said. that's your problem, not I my didn't, problem. I didn't, but dude. I didn't hit it in the water. Uh -huh. Actually, I I hit it, and it was a five iron I had from I I hit a bad drive, and I had a five iron, uh -huh. and I hit a 220 yard five iron that landed on top of of a hill. It was a great five iron, but I was just like. <laughs> So particular. You guys ever, do you guys ever chirp your golf partners? I, I absolutely do. So here are my prize picks for tonight. Victor Wembenyama, 36 points, rebounds, and assists. I went less on that. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton and David Posternock, uh, eight and a half, three-pointers made in shots. I went more. And then I got Kevin Durant, KD, Kadizzle, KD, Sniper, Trey, three guys. Yeah. Uh, 26 and a half points. I went less. Here's two holes. Joel Embiid, 39 and a half points and assists. You went more? Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. You got stones. <laughs> You're such a jerk. You love <laughs> yeah. your turnovers. Uh, Dylan Brooks, uh, one and a half turnovers. <laughs> and then Jalen Brunson to go off against your Utah Jazz, 24 and a half points. Who, do you, who has a better chance to win? I think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty close. I only the Joel one seems like a big number, but when you look at his graph, he typically is forty-two to forty-four points on that on points and assists. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, he's I hit agree. four out of his last five games. Uh, Th says Dylan Rayola. Yeah, he's going to Nebraska. That's probably the answer to that. I would agree. Uh, Sean Rollins McCord may get stuck in the portal. Now nah, he'll find somewhere. He'll find somewhere. Jeff Woodworth research we search. It's a we search, please. It's a we search. Right. Uh, OG Gary McCord to Utah. Why are you being a jerk, Gary? Do not wish that on them. <laughs> He's no Cam Rising, but he'll do. He's no Travis Wilson, but he'll do. Uh, McKinnon 12-game home point streak, Jeff Woodworth says. Yeah, we talked about that before the game. Uh, before the show about Jeff wanted, uh God, son of a dude, bro. You only talk for a living, bro. It's fine. Jake wanted to take McKinnon, and I talked him out of it. So, 
Boyd Lake, uh, gotta go, bros. Be safe as always. Boyd, yeah, always good to see you, you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, James, the unofficial mayor of Oak State Cowboy Hi, this is Country. James, welcome back. Yay! Someone needs to give Victor Wambin, thank your mama, some barbecue sandwich from Bucky's so he can put on some weight. <laughs> 215 pounds if he was 245 he would be able to be more physical and yeah, he will buddy needs to get on the all first team fat ass list with zion williamson totes bro uh the christy i chirp my kids at mini golf you should you should jake and i had an argument this morning about just stupidity jake was frustrated you got out of bed a little frustrated today i think yeah you know what the problem was dude and and this is this is my own doing. I I fully admit that. I embrace it. I don't need some freaking dad speech about how I'm lazy. Okay, save me the trouble. Okay, <laughs> I didn't go to the gym today because I knew we were going to the range, and I was like, okay, it's Wednesday, nice little mid midweek off day. I can get back to a heavy lift tomorrow. So what happens, dude? I sleep till six thirty or whatever it was. I get up feeling groggy, and I'm like, "Damn, dude, I'm in the cloud. I'm 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 in the upside down, and I'm having to try to get it going." So then, when dude over here is like, you know, talking to me about chirping and hitting it into the water, I wasn't in the mood for it, dude. I wasn't in the mood for it. That's that's it, that's just as simple as it was, and, dude. Well, and I said to Jake today, "You're just not here for it today," because you can always tell he is not the guy that can hide his pissy ass attitude. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Mike Smith, don't put that evil on my Ricky Bobby. Don't you do it. Monty talking to Jake on the course. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you know, the thing was, too, the, the thing that where we're different is, like, I'm cool if, if I'm standing over the ball and, 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 and I'm early in my set. Like, if you just are just started standing over the ball and you say, hey, best miss is left here. You're not, like, bring it to the left. You work the ball to the left. Nope. Okay, great. I'm thinking left thoughts. Hey, I'm thinking inside swing. I want to take this ball to the left because I know all, and this is another area where we're very different. I know, hey, dude, if it's a par five and it's my second shot, nope. all I need to do is get myself in a great position to hit a chip shot. That's all I got to do here. That's nope. it. And you're like, no, dude, you can't do that. You can't do that, well, bro. But we, the thing is, nobody cares. We talk all, like when we're before, I have a pre-shot routine that I stick to. Uh, my guy Darren Ingram up at Canyons has taught me a great pre-shot routine, and it works for me, right? So I line up the ball like I know where I want to hit it, and if we're standing back there lining up the shot, and you're like, hey, left thoughts here, water on the – okay, cool, I'm good with that. But we didn't look at the map, and we had never played Copper Rock before, so True. we had no idea the water was on the right. So I was like, all right, well, if I don't say anything and he goes in the water, I'm going to feel bad, so I should say something. Truth. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I agree with you. Montiosa ribeye. Once Teddy gets his ribeye, can I go golfing with you guys? Yes. Do you actually golf or are you just trolling? No. He's trolling. Uh, we talked to the Weemans today because they are going to put in an electric plug for our hybrid that Mrs. Monty is absolutely positively buying this weekend, whether I want to or not. No. Uh, John DeLon, I would totally heckle Monty if we played mini golf. I don't play mini golf, mate. That ain't golf, dude. You know. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, I chirp everyone on the golf course. I'm like Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack. That's I'm gonna so do that. good. That is so good. Mike Smith, you would be the jackass guy from Happy Gilmore. Well, I don't think you would. Uh, OG Gary, need Jaden to be drafted by my Saints and Bolitnikoff winner Malik Neighbors. He's going to the Bears. I think the Bears love Malik Neighbors. Um, Sean Rollins, bro, you missed leg day. M my wife is battling a knee. 
So typically Wednesday would be body weight leg day. Tomorrow's back day now. So we'll do uh we'll do back and we'll do a little bit of biceps. Friday is arm day. Uh, and then Saturday, we're right back to it. My wife is crushing it, lifting weights. And I've been trying to get her to do this for probably 20 years. What do you bench? She's a stud, man. Like do she is even lift. She's benching 35 pounds on each end on a barbell. Like she put up 35 pound dumbbells the other morning. Like she is. She is killing it. Are people mining? She is absolutely killing it. Jim Choi, the, it's range before pumping weights. You can't swing golf clubs all buffed up. Nah, it doesn't work like that, dude. Nah. See, it does, see, that tells me you're uneducated about lifting weights. It wow! It doesn't work that way, bro. doesn't work that way, dude. What? You know why? Because there's an hour and a half between weight, the weight room and the golf course. So I'm not all pumped up, bro. You know what I am? I've had, I've had, I've been up longer and and I had pre-workout when I got up, so I'm more awake. I have more mental clarity. I've also got BCAAs in my system, which makes me feel really good. I've noticed a big difference between when I take them and when I don't, even in this three-day span. So when I went home from the range today after not having worked out, what did I do? I drank 20 ounces of BCAAs, and what do you know? Feel great. Yeah. Feel awesome. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with... Yeah. with you know, being all pumped up and stuff. And when you lift, you lose that pump in 20 minutes after you leave the gym. So Ron Nolan, uh, it's called hump day. You know what I mean? What, what I mean to us? Well, you know, uh, Costco, Costco iron set sold out in one day at four ninety nine. Dude, That was wild. They're just Titleist golf. They're just Titleist golf clubs. You guys know that, right? They're the old, the deep, is this not common knowledge? No, it's not. They're dude. the old, I think they're called seven nineties. And they're made by a bulk manufacturer in China. And they are made for Costco bought all of them and had them stamped. And they're really good irons. If you're a beginner, the 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 Costco iron sets are great. In the Kirkland putter, the Costco Scotty is a great budget. It's buy. a defect. It's a defect Scotty Cameron. Yeah. The Costco putter is a defect Titleist putter. No, they're that's not even in question. I love the Kirkland golf ball. I'll be honest with you. I ordered two more boxes of them. Um, yellow ones or white ones? The yellow ones. <laughs> it, because I just love hitting them. The problem for me is when you hit PXG golf balls, dude, it's hard to hit anything else. And you guys are going to say, oh, I tell you and pay you. They don't pay us to say that. The Costco golf ball is great. But, dude, going from the PXG ball that fly, you have so much more control with the PXG golf ball than anything else. It's wild. 100%. Boss Frog, you know, uh, you guys know the caddies at the whim will give you guidance on the course, right? Yes. Yes. Correct. Correct. Exactly. I, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, OG Gary, I don't need your bears contaminating Malik. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. The fact that you worked in the word contaminating Why? is absolutely Why? incredible. You you guys, you guys are jerks. <laughs> the problem is OG Gary's not wrong. The bears contaminate everything, including your no. Nope, not doing including it. your local horse track. John DeLon, uh, can we get back to making fun of Michigan and Harbaugh anytime you want? Yeah, dude. 
OG Gary, you may be not be pumped, but I'm bricked up right now. Exactly. See, so see what he did there? That's that's a drop, right? I'm so bricked I'm up so right bricked now. I'm so bricked up right so now. I'm so bricked up right now. All right, let's go. Hour number three of the Monty Show. Uh, 3,000 views, only 88 likes. You guys hit the like button, please. It really helps the channel grow. If you are here and you have not, please hit the like button. Let's get rolling uh, on the show. The biggest stories in sports, as always, are presented uh, by our good friends at Sound Sleep Medical, soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt it has been college football crazy lately, and there's a lot of college football news. Um, there are new lawsuits uh, happening, including in the transfer portal, um, where there is now a judge who has issued a stay uh, where any player who is Try who is seeking a waiver, and I think this is really important. A buddy of mine in college uh, media was sending uh, clarifying this for me. The judge specifically stated that waiver is that uh, TRO is for players on waiver. So if you have transferred once, you need a waiver to transfer a second time. And a lot of kids were denied the waiver. That's what the lawsuit's about. Anybody who is on a waiver application now can play, no doubt. The NCAA has also said they will not fight that uh, TRO, that they will wait for the ruling. It's going to be about two weeks. The deadline is December 27th. The judge has indicated he will rule by uh, on the case. So it is going to act fast. It is going to happen very fast. Uh, we will keep you updated on that. Um, also of note uh, is Malik Murphy has transferred. He is uh, going to be in the portal. Uh, Malik Murphy will be uh, the quarterback at Texas, of course, Malik Murphy, who saw a pretty significant game action uh, this year. So Malik Murphy is going to enter the portal. Um, Malik Murphy told Pete Thamel at ESPN he's not going to be with the Longhorns in the college football playoff. He would have preferred to stay through the season, but the timing did not allow it. Murphy told ESPN, quote, it's nothing against Texas at all. I'm doing this purely for me and my future, in my eyes, I'll always be a Longhorn and part of this great team. So when I see those comments, <clears throat> that is player speakies for, hey, I'm good enough to be a starter, and I damn well know that Arch Manning was sitting behind me. I better go find a better opportunity. I think that's right. It's all that is, man. And I think there's no doubt. And maybe if they win a national championship, but I would probably more favor Bama in that light. Texas wins it all. Maybe maybe Quinn Ewers goes to the league because there's nothing left for him to prove. But I think it'll be very interesting to see how all of that ends up. Does Quinn, this, may, this seems like a silly question to be asking, but uh, is Ewers making good NIL money? I haven't heard or seen his NIL you know, I don't know what his valuation is. Um I mean, I, Which I would tells assume. me he may not be, or maybe that's just not as big a deal to him. I mean, I, I would assume. I mean, I, I look at what he is. He's a, his annual value is one point five million. That the problem is a lot of people like to make this argument. Oh well, they're making so much on NIL that they're going to stay in school. Do you guys understand? For a quarterback, the rookie contract is thirty five million. And every year you're in college and not in the NFL, you push off that second contract another year. I mean, I, you're not staying in school because of NIL. And I, I hope people understand that. Um, and I think that you look at Quinn Ewers and the fact he's doing business with Hey Dude Shoes and 7-Eleven and Arnold mm -hmm. and Itkin, uh, the law firm. Like, I, I mean, 
you're just not doing that. Now, is he making the money that Shador Sanders is making? No, he's not. Shador Sanders is making $4 million and he's got to deal with Google, Tops Cards, and Urban Outfitters. Pretty damn good. Right? You look at Bronny James. Bronny James is making $5.9 million with Beats by Dre. Um, he is represented by Clutch Sports Group and he's got to deal with Fast X. I mean, these kids are making a ton of money. Bronny James staying in at USC for NIL does not make him money. That's called losing money, mm -hmm. right? And I think Quinn Ewers, if he goes to the NFL today, he's a number two quarterback on most rosters he would be on. And I think, like, if he's on the Chicago Bears all day long, he compete with, with Justin Fields because he's a better thrower of the football than Justin is. And he runs just as well as Justin does. Yeah. So you look at the teams that would potentially be looking at, I mean, he's instantly a top five quarterback when he comes out. There's no doubt about that. I, 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 I don't know where he compares to Drake may. I mean, he, he's never going to be nail painter at USC. He's just not, <laughs> but I think he would push to be the number two quarterback taken in the draft. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, there, there's just no doubt about that. Yeah. Shoot ball. And there's, there's Nike for Bronny. Mm -hmm. Like you're waiting on, he's going to the NBA. There, there's no doubt about that. And little, it, uh, not to sidetrack us. Mm -hmm. Some new details are out about Otani's deal. <clears throat> so you guys, you know, know the, the hot topic with Otani's deal was tax deferment and how he's going to be taxed and all that. That was yes. kind of the thing. The newest thing that's come out about 20 minutes ago is that, and this is AP news reporting this, Shohei Otani can opt out of his $700 million deal with the Dodgers if controlling owner Mark Walter or president of baseball operations Andrew Friedman lose their role with the team. Ooh. So that whole thing about, hey, we're going to defer and then sell the team doesn't actually work. Andrew Friedman played a huge role in that. I've heard that repeatedly. I, this Shohei Otani deal is very interesting to me. I think it is it is it is really interesting to me. Do you guys know the the controversy around him? Where do you think he should pay taxes? That might be pretty basic to most people. He's an LA Dodger. He's making that Dodger money. He pays California state taxes. Mm -hmm. There's a decision that needs to be made, and the IRS is probably going to have to rule on it at some point. If you defer the six hundred eighty million, and when you're done playing, and let's say he plays eight years. That $680 million is paid to him when he lives in Japan. When he lives in, mm -hmm. let's say, Nevada. Did he earn the money when he lived in Nevada? Because that's when it's dispersed to him? Or did he earn the money playing for the L.A. Dodgers? I'm going to say he earned the money playing for the L.A. Dodgers. Agreed. Agreed. And I think this whole thing about taxes is null and void anyway, because yeah, he's got endorsement money and he makes other money outside of his contract. So he's not really hurting for money guys. I, I, I just, I think a lot of people are up in arms about my God, like he's going to get taxed to no end and he's losing hundreds of millions of dollars. And it's like, no dude, he's losing about 50 mil, right? You're losing about 50 mil on the deal. If, if, if memory serves, I was looking at the numbers the other day. And yeah, that's a lot of money, dude. But the reality of the situation is he's he's never going to want for money again. And I think that's the point for Otani. I think Shohei Otani, in my opinion, 
and from what I've read, has a phenomenal tax planner. He's going to earn that money in Los Angeles, and he's going to pay California state tax. That'd be my guess. That would be my guess. So we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Jim. If he pays tax in California, his seven hundred million will be worth three hundred million. But isn't that why you pay accountants to have a tax shelter set up for you? I mean, call me crazy. Call me crazy. I would think. I would think so. Uh, Jim also says nobody wants to give 50 to 60% of their earnings to the state. Well, you might not want to, but you're in California. You chose to play for the Dodgers. I might just want to point that out. Could have waited and played for the A's when they moved to a lot. Never mind. That's not true. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, you pay taxes in the state you earn the income in. Deferred comp in- income is earned uh, during the deferred period. We'll see. We'll see how they rule. I mean, it, it, listen. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Boss Frog says, got to go, fellas. Dinner reservation at Quality Meats. Double Tomahawk, dry age prime rib is calling my name. Catch you manana. See you tomorrow, buddy. Enjoy you, that. Buddy. Enjoy that. Uh, but Christy, sure, he'll have to talk with Bobby Bonilla to figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ron Nolan, Marvin Harrison, $20 million NIL, no NFL. Uh, he is not currently valued at $20 million. I, I And he's going to the NFL. There, I, I don't see any yeah, way. You don't spend extra time in college when you're that good. Dude. And when you're making that kind of money, you just don't, you don't do that. And I, I look at... Um, you know, a guy like Caleb Williams making $2.7 million. He's going to the NFL. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not making more money than those guys. Right. I mean, I, I look at, I look at guys like Arch Manning, Arch Manning's making 2.8 million, right? Like it, it, you guys, we can sit here and we can, we can go back and forth on this stuff, but Marvin Harrison Jr. According to the NCAA database is making $1.4 million. He has a deal with Kane Footwear, Onnit Athletics, and Chipotle. Those, those are his. That's his NIL money. So he's number twelve uh, in NIL. Bronny's number one at five point nine. Shador number two at four. Uh, Livy Dunn uh, at LSU uh, is making three point three million. Arch mm-hmm. Manning. Uh, at Texas is making $2.8 million. He has a Panini America deal. Uh, he's got a multi-year deal with them. Uh, Caleb Williams, 2.7. Jaden Daniels, 2.1. Travis Hunter, 2.1. Bonix, 1.9. Angel Reese, 1.7. And Quinn Ewers, 1.5. Round out the top 10. Jalen Milrose making $1.4 million. The kid from Katy, Katy, Texas, has a youth football camp. Um, and yay, Alabama are the two things that pay him significant bread. Mm-hmm. You're not staying in college for that. You're not. I'm just telling you right now. So we can sit here and we can, we can go back and forth about it, but you're not you're staying not, in college dude. for a million dollars when a $35 million contract is waiting for you. It, it especially if you're a basketball player. Absolutely. You know, like, it, it, why would you do that? Jim Choi, Columbus got a billionaire who could pay him $20 million to state. Bro, why would he do that? Like, it, you're trying to come up with scenarios. Why would he take $20 million to stay in college? He wouldn't. 
Are you playing for the untrained eye? Are you playing not to win national championships at Ohio State? Or are you playing to win Super Bowls in the NFL? <laughs> do you want to go play in the NFL or do you want to stay in college and do homework? And the college lifestyle is great. He's not staying there because if he stays there another year, he's got to be committed to class. There, that's the other thing that a lot of people don't think about. He's not staying in school. Like I I I I it's wild to me that yeah. Yeah. Jeff Woodworth, you can claim Florida, but if your income is coming from a job in California, you would still owe taxes in California. Yes. And I don't know how many people realize this. Professional athletes play, pay tax in every state they compete in. So if you're a basketball player, Detroit is in, uh, Philadelphia is in Detroit tonight. Joel Embiid will, play, will pay Michigan state tax because he's earning money in the state of Michigan. Do you guys know that? So when he goes to New York, Los Angeles, Golden State, he pays California and New York state tax. It's, just, it's the way it works. It is what it is. Um, if I were Shoei Otani, I would buy a house in Texas, set up as my main residence, and live there in the offseason to avoid California taxes. Wouldn't he just move to Nevada? It's right next door. They have no state income tax. Our private jet flight? I would think you would do that. You know, Katie Raider, pew, pew, says happy holidays, word, word, word dog, word dog. Um, Jim Choi, Caitlin Collins and Angel Reese will make um, money in college, more money in college and play. No, they won't. <laughs> they won't. Okay. It's fine. Uh, shoot ball says jock tax. That's exactly what it is. It is jock tax which is what Bill Belichick is not going to have to worry about after this season. Let's get into the hoodie here on the Monty Show. Uh, all of our NFL talk on the Monty Show, of course, is always presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. BuckedUp.com, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Man, you guys, the Bucked Up. I, like, again, we took Buckshot two yes, hours ago, yes. and I, I'm still jacked. Like, it is, that's exactly what it does. No highs, no lows. You just get that mental lift for your drive home. Maybe you need to finish your Amazon route. Maybe you're just on patrol tonight. Maybe you just have a long night of homework with the kids coming up. Hit mm -hmm. a buck shot. 200 milligrams, naturally sourced caffeine, and a bunch of brain food, elite ingredients to make an elite product. That's bucked up for you. Use promo code MONTY to get 20% off at checkout. Bill Belichick is said to be out of a job after this season because Bob Kraft and the ownership group, him and his kids, uh, are going to make a change with Bill Belichick. And I guess the question that comes to my mind is, is Bill Belichick the problem in New England? Yeah, right now I would say he is. Personnel decisions have been poor. They are not talented enough. They do not compete hard enough. The New England Patriots need change. But here's the thing. Why are we going to rip this guy? Why are we going to crush Bill Belichick? Why are we going to say he couldn't have done it without Tom Brady? I don't care. He did it with Tom Brady. He gave us so many championship moments. He gave New England Patriot fans some of the best moments of their lives. He created a dynasty. He was a head coach of a team that won six NFL championships. Why are we going to crush this guy? Instead of crushing him, why don't we tip our cap to Bill, cap to Bill Belichick and thank him for everything he did for the greater New England and Boston area, especially for Patriot fans. This has been the run of your lifetime. And if you're Bob Kraft and his sons, you should say thank you to Bill Belichick. 
because without Bill Belichick, there is no Bob Kraft. Rub and tug or not, there is no Bob Kraft. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. There are no dynasties. And I think the sad part about this is, this is what everybody is talking to Bill Belichick about. We're not talking about football games anymore. And, and I thought it was really awkward that when Bill Belichick's trying to talk about the Chiefs, people are asking him if he's about to get fired. Bill, I wanted to ask you a question, speaking obviously for yourself and, and your understanding. Do you have an understanding that Robert will not ask you to be back next year? Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Where did you get that picture? Oh, it's his mugshot. Um, it's not his mugshot. Uh, it, it, Tim, that is disappointing to me. Mm -hmm. That you put Bill Belichick in a position where he's got to talk about being fired. Bill Belichick should never be fired. <clears throat> well, look, I, I I think that I'm not going to sit here and blame this reporter for asking Bill that question. Of course it, not. It needs to be asked. I think, uh, if you want me to be honest, I think Bill's put himself in the position that he's in. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I, I do agree with you that people are being way too harsh on Bill Belichick. You know, Bill... Bill has done things in this league that no one else has done. Bill is a guy who who has not one but six championships. Yeah. Um, you know, Bill is someone who who was the standard for a decade. Bill is someone who I grew up and he was the guy. I absolutely positively was the dude. And and I'm just going to sit here and Say what I always say about guys that maybe I don't love on the football field, but I respect the man, just yeah. like I respect Nick Saban or anybody else. Nick Saban. This guy has shown you how to win ball games. Now, the the trash talk and the junk about how you didn't get it done after Tom, yeah, not a great look for him, especially because Tom went and got one, right? But at the end of the day, this guy is the greatest head coach in the NFL of all time. This guy has done more Hall winning. Hall of Famer. Uh, absolutely Hall of Famer. I, I, I think that's, see, that's the thing. That might be the best point right there. The idea that you don't have to wonder if this guy's a Hall of Famer, it's just an auto bid, tells you everything you need to know. Like, set the six championships aside. You know, set aside the relationship building he did with Tom. You know, set aside all the, all the incredible defensive schemes he came up with. Set aside the fact that this guy's put Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer in the Hall of Fame, right? How many defensive Hall of Famers came out of that Patriot system? Like, think about the impact this guy has had. So let's stop shredding this guy, and let's start saying, hey, yeah, at some point, every great thing has to die. And we're witnessing the death of one of the greatest, or if not the greatest, head coach in the NFL. And it's okay. It's okay for Bill to ride out on a losing streak and then and then I highly doubt they fire him. This is going to be mutually parted ways, resigned, whatever. You know, you're not Does he fire. retire? Maybe he retires. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I I would you know what I would love to see out of Bill? Honestly, I'd love to see him take a year off and then I'd love to see him go and partner with someone. Go be somebody lesser inside another system. Go be a front office guy or maybe a consultant or do something like that. Be in the game. Just don't be a head coach anymore, man. You, you got to enjoy it a little more than you have been. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is very interesting that there's so much vitriol for Bill Belichick. And I, I think you need to respect him at a much higher level. I think the guy has accomplished what no other coach has ever accomplished. How many guys can say that in the NFL? Uh, I mean, it's, it's remarkable to me. And it, it's just, it's wild how many people just don't, 
don't give him the respect he deserves. Yeah. Um, Dakota Tubbs. Got to go, fellas. Great show once again. Going to go in and enjoy my last night of my 20s. Wow. Going to be an old-ass man tomorrow. Damn. Five-day difference or four-day difference. Man, me and your dad got busy at about the same time, Dakota. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, uh, Jeff Woodworth. Bill <laughs> Belichick helped create obnoxious Boston fans. He did. He did. Shoot ball. Belichick doesn't get credit for the defense just like Buddy Ryan didn't with the Chicago Bears. Um, the Bears. I would agree with that. He, he'll he never get enough credit. Uh, they'll make him retire. I don't think so. No, they're not going to make him retire. They're going to make him leave the franchise. Yeah. Uh, Woodworth. Belichick was known for letting superstars go when they weren't useful to him anymore. So this is sort of appropriate. Agreed. Yeah, you're not wrong. Agreed. And, and that's fine, dude. It's a business, right? Like, let's not skip over that fact. The NFL is a business you're either you're either performing getting the job done or you're not and like i said every great thing has to have its end sometimes your end is a year in right and sometimes your end is 20 years in this guy's been fortunate enough to win all those rings he's been fortunate enough to put a ton of guys in the hall of fame and now he's in a position where it's time to move on to that next chapter. I think it's just what, again, I think it's what we do in sports. Absolutely. We like to crush dudes because they're good. Absolutely. I mean, that's just the the reality of it. It's what we do. I don't know why it's what we do, but it's what we do. So, hey, that's fine. It's what we do because it's easy. It's easy to sit oh, here and say, hey, yes. Bill let us down because he didn't win one after Tom. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't, obviously, I don't love Bill Belichick. I'm not a Pats fan at all. Mm-hmm. I respect the hell out of the guy. I, I really do. And I'm just interested to see how it all turns out. Jim Choi. Dude, are you a rain cloud today? How many of Belichick's assistants had success as head coaches? Who cares? Why? What has that got to do with anything? What? In all seriousness, what does that have to do with with his resume? Why does it, I? I we Dude, look for Belichick, reasons like this. The Belichick coaching tree is unquestioned. You understand that, right? Like it, it's not in question the greatness of that coaching tree. He's had some failures. I mean, he's had a lot of guys get opportunities. Uh, there is there is no doubt about that. Um, I mean, he's had some guys fail. I don't think there's any doubt. He's had a lot of dudes fail. I mean, his coaching tree, um, you know, Mangini, McDaniels, Romeo Cornell, Patricia, Judge. There's not a lot. There's not a lot there. Bill O'Brien has been a remarkable, remarkable coach. Yes. Uh, Brian Flores has been a remarkable defensive coach. Um, he creates. But he was a good head coach until he got run out of there for those issues. Yeah, and but and I don't disagree with that. He makes really good assistant coaches. Uh, so, I mean, if I needed an offensive coordinator, I would call Josh McDaniels today. There's no doubt about Bill O'Brien's as good as they come. Um, I mean, uh, Matt, uh, Brian Flores is as good as a defensive mind as yes. there is in the NFL. So uh, like just saying that his, it, like Jim, I don't understand the negativity about it. I, I, I just you don't always have to be negative. That's wild to me. People will read your positive shit. No, they won't. OG Gary bill is, uh, to new England as Saban is to Bama. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, OG Gary, imagine the day Saban retires. Well, there were some message boards. That said Nick Saban's retiring after the season. 
<laughs> we'll see. He'll be on on Pat Max show tomorrow. Got to think Pat will ask him about that. Not that he would answer the question, but you got to think he'll be asked about it, right? Uh, Ron Nolan, Bill, great coach, just not a likable guy. He's not a likable guy. Oh, I disagree. You think I, he's a likable no, no. guy? Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. Bill Belichick has produced some of the greatest uh, press conference moments we've ever seen. And for that reason, I like Bill Belichick a lot. Now, Bill Belichick's never going to be seen in a coffee shop being a social butterfly. No, that much won't. is very clear. But let's not sit here and say this guy's like an asshole or 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 some. He is an asshole. You no, know, he's not an asshole. Yes, he dude. is. He's not an asshole. Um, we're on the Cleveland. Yeah, we're not making any changes. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. He is an asshole. We're on to Cincinnati. That doesn't make him a bad guy. Yeah, we're focused on the Jets today. I would love to go fishing with him. Yeah, we're really focused on Philadelphia right now. I, he just comes off like an asshole. Um, Does he not? Um, Oh, man. Um, uh, Jim Choi, Tennessee's Vrabel was a Patriot linebacker. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Coaching tree doesn't compare to, to Bill Walsh, though. It does not. Uh, OG Gary, the day Saban retires, you're going to see mad dudes transfer. Oh, my God. Can you imagine no, that? The day Nick Saban retires is the day Alabama will no longer be in the college football playoff. Look at field dirt, field crew dirt, Dr. Cheese. Oh my God, comments are great today. Sitting in a bad concert with the wifey. Can't listen to the program, but great reading. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, dude. That is, that's phenomenal. See, that's the stuff that makes the world go. Yes, on. dude. When you're sitting in a concert with the wifey and it's a bad concert you don't want to be part of. I mean, what type of concert are we talking about here, dude? I mean, I mean, are you at like some country thing or what are we doing? That's awesome. That is great. I need to. Yeah, that would be great. Mike Smith, uh, Bill's PCs are boring. That is why they call him Coach Mumbles. The big tuna had great press conferences. Oh. He did. He did. You're exactly right. Belichick never had playoff rants, or they are who we thought they were. No, he didn't. Um, no, he didn't. We're on, we're on the Cleveland. Yeah, we're not making any changes. We're on the Cincinnati. Right? On the Cincinnati. Yeah, we're focused on the Jets today. We're not making any changes. Yeah, we're really focused on Philadelphia right now. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm. What? Who did he um, say this week? The Chiefs. We're really focused we're on focused, the Chiefs. I'm today. focused on the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> James, I think Bill Belichick behind closed doors is a good guy. He is. Uh, I've heard that. He doesn't like dealing with the press, but he's a good guy. X, when Matt Patricia didn't do well in Detroit, he brought him back as a DC. No, he brought him back as a co-OC, and it was a disaster. <laughs> but he did give him a gig. But come on, you got to give Bill Belichick credit for designing the blueprint on how to be a you know the Sith with the media, dude. Yes. Like the 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 idea that he rolled out. Yeah, I'm just focused on X team today as an answer to any difficult question and the idea that he's had press conferences where that was oh, his answer false. to every question is incredible. What? 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 <sighs> Should I even say it? Because my prize picks are already in. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. My prize picks are already in. Who's hurt now, dude? Let me guess. Brad Beal's back decided not to cooperate in warm-ups. Labrum James is not going to play tonight with a calf contusion. Okay, fuck you. How's that? 
You know, I listen. It, so about that Wemby pick. I picked Victor <laughs> Wemby and your Victor mama, Wemby. and I fucking took less <laughs> because I thought LeBron was playing. Ow. You sons of bitches. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Why, LeBron? <laughs> LeBron. What, did you pull your calf jumping around at Bronny's debut? Why? Like, how do, how is, like, how do I get piped every chance by the Lakers? <laughs> every chance the Lakers have just keistered. Like, how, LeBron? The one time I pick for the Lakers. Oh, they're going to handle Wemby. Oh, well, you know what? Heard money picked us on prize picks. My calf is killing me. Think I'm going to sit out. Sorry, fat ass. <laughs> How, bro? Whoever came up with that shit need to be fired. Like, this is ridiculous. This is unconscionable <coughs> that LeBron <coughs> would do me like this. Again. Again. And again. And again. OG Gary, you're not a Laker, a true Laker like me. What are you talking about, bro? I cannot believe. Now who's going to guard Wemby? Uh, I'd like to point out that, uh, yeah, it's uh, the first quarter and Joel's almost halfway to, you know, his number. Just, just pointing that out. Uh, all right. So you're going to be that guy. Um, uh, I know you got piped by Labrum uh, James, but yeah, um, about that. just want you to know, I went three for three and stuck it up your butt. <laughs> I want on prize picks. Get out of my way, dude. I'm not stupid like you. Get out of my way, dude. I got to go to the bank and cash these checks, brah. Yay. I swear. I, like how, Nah, man? Victor will come through for you. You can count on him uh, not living up to it. God, dog. I want to be a Laker fan. <laughs> I want to support that team because Devin Booker's going there. I think we all know that. I want it. And now, no, can't do it because Labrum is keistering me. Well, he's got to get healthy for Christmas, Mom. No, no, no. Santa LeBron. Get out of here. Was Santa James? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Shoot ball. He's 39, played 40 minutes yesterday. It's yeah, a back-to-back. -back. Yeah, yeah, I, whatever, you know, like, dude. Listen, he didn't get his mucelix last night. Whatever, dude. And, you know, he woke up this morning. And he went to take his fiber and his what do you want? His fucking calf locked up. I mean he's he's trying to dip he's trying to dip that leg into his depends. He got the right leg in, the left leg just didn't want to go. I mean, it, it, look, adult diapers can be tough. Leg cramp getting into the depends, it happens. <clears throat> you know. Then he you know, he went to the mailbox to get the new AARP card, tripped over. You know, one of his stacks a million dollars and tweaked a calf. I think that's HIPAA. Are you okay? No. Like if you felt these balls. <laughs> Thank you, OG Gary. LaCramp. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, LaCramp James. Jerk. <laughs> How? Man. Yeah, I bet LeBron was thinking, okay, I'm going to pipe Monty and millions of others, <laughs> you know. people on prize picks by not playing tonight. Look, man, I'm tired of these assholes making all this money on my game. Look at the season I'm having.
Can't get D'Lo out there, can you? Yeah, where's the asshole picking D'Lo on prize picks? Well, we're going to find out tonight. <laughs> Somebody better pick Rui Hatcher, your mama, because you I'm not playing. They say, the more you F around, the more you find out. Can't take me for granted again. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, you're on prize picks? Fuck around and find out. Go ahead and take Victor under. See how that works out. <laughs> I'm getting my Nike money, and you're not. The CAC. Oh, Lasikowski, nothing wrong with assholes. Nothing. Uh, Mike Smith, sad music when they left leg does not want to go in. Elderly problems. Oh, God. <laughs> I just had my oats and I got a poop and I can't get my left leg in the adults. <laughs> oh, I got a soft stool and I can't get the diaper. <laughs> Mike, you are you you did derail the show. Uh, James Anthony Davis will be guarding Victor Toothpick. AD will push the rookie around all game. I don't think that's going to be the matchup. My fucking ass. We'll see. We'll see. The Christie fact: an NBA Finals championship has never been won the NBA Cup during the same season. Fact. That's a fact. And donuts. LeBron is afraid to get booed after sitting during the anthem. Here we go. Dude. Okay. Um, stop. Uh, shoot ball. Playing Spurs again Saturday, you can make it back. Thank you. I'll double down. I've been a rich man, and I have been a poor man. And I choose poor every fucking time I take the Lakers. Right? Oh, you want to win on prize picks? Yeah, should have taken the Spurs. <laughs> Ooh, Kelly Oubre Jr. just tried to do a dude dirty in Detroit. <laughs> 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 Bailey Dietrich, got to be America's team. Jim Harbaugh, oh, the Lakers. LeBron James, got to be America's team. Got to be it's America's a, team. Yeah, against Victor tonight, it's a wee fence. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Yeah, wee fence. And, and when I say wee fence, I don't mean me because I'm not playing because Monty picked me on prize picks. It's a wee fence. Screw him. <laughs> right? Phil Venzer can't do prize picks in Nevada. Dang, is that true? Okay. That's why Otani didn't go there. Yeah. Uh, the Christie, can I bet Draymond suspension on prize picks? Sure, you can't go for it. Let me know how that works out. This shit's going good. Yeah, let me know how that works out. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm interested. I cannot believe he's not playing, dude. Damn. That's so frustrating. The, uh, Phoenix does get their big three tonight, though. So you've got book. Katie and Brad Beal's spinal column. Brad uh, is playing tonight. Final. Are their big three the best big three in basketball? Are they the best team in the Back NBA broken. when those three play? I I mean, you have to say yes, but we haven't seen them on the floor enough. We, are, we don't know. Are they Denver good when those three play? Because Kevin Durant, I mean, they have ways to defend Jokic. Mm -hmm. I just don't know that you have enough to defend Jamal. I think Look that, at Joel going crazy. Yeah, I think that if those three can find a way to play together properly, yeah, I think they're Denver good, no question about it. I, uh, yeah, I think that that the question won't be how can they slow Denver down. The question will be how can Denver slow them down because mm -hmm. that's going to be really tough. That's a tough matchup. That's you know when I look at that roster, I I look at there's a lot of ways they can score, man. I, I mean it, you can so as an example, your five guys playing defense. Okay, you want a double book? Okay, fine. We'll give it to Kev. Oh, you're doubling Kev? We'll give it to Book. Oh, you're doubling both of them for whatever dumb reason. 
We'll give it to Brad. Yeah, Brad's back is fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it just, you know. I broke my back. You know, it just is what it is. It, you, you're, you, you, it's tough. I think it is. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Mike Smith says, my neck, my, my neck, my back. Which is it, your neck or your back? My neck and my back, exactly. Jeff Woodworth, Monty sounds like the old man talking two holes to his, taking two holes to his first NBA game. What do you mean LeBron isn't playing? <laughs> well, goddamn, Janky, I put all I put all my my social security check for the weekend of these tickets, and now Labram's not playing. Hell no. Exactly, Jeff Woodworth. I'm in an eligible state and an edible state. Okay, we okay, like it. Okay, okay. James, quick question: The Phoenix Suns have three guys making thirty mil. Two of them are over forty mil. What is the salary cap in the NBA? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Well, they're going to pay luxury tax. Salary cap doesn't matter. I think they're I think they're 105% of the salary cap. All you need to know is Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, has the checkbook out. That's all you need to know, dude. Um, let's see. The Suns right now are at 192. Uh, they're 56.6 over the cap. Um, and they're minus 55 million in cap space. And they only have 2.8 million in dead cap, too. Nurk is making 16.8. Uh, Book's making 36. Brad Beal's back is making 46.7. Dude. Kadizzle's making 46.4. <laughs> so, it, but again, this goes back to like Nasir Little. This goes back to Grayson Allen. Has to be good for them. This goes back to Eric Gordon, who was taking a dump and farted on my show back in the day. Mm -hmm. Needs to shoot the three well. He did. When he was a rookie. He was on the turlet and farted into the toilet bowl and laughed on my show. It was amazing. Um, but guys like uh, Watnabi, Drew Eubanks, you know, Eric Gordon, Asir Little, Grayson Allen, they've got to be good. Mm -hmm. When you're paying that kind of bread to those dudes, you need to be good. Uh, Joseph says Nurkic needs to stop getting facials if the Suns want to win. Well, I mean, he has the right to <laughs> he has the right to an OnlyFans account. Like I I don't I don't know why that has anything. Oh, you mean like dunked on? Gotcha. My bad. No, he meant Draymond. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about the Jazz real quick. We can Shut talk up. about this. Jeff Woodworth, all Suns players deferring 80% of their salary for 10 years. Uh, yeah, real quick on the uh, Utah Jazz. Are the Utah Jazz alienating their fan base? So I think Ryan Smith has been a good owner. But he has been an owner that has not exactly been in touch with his fan base. Because I still maintain that you have... What? Anthony Davis is a game-time decision... <laughs> <laughs> Macaque. <laughs> oh shit, that's incredible. Um, that was a masterpiece of dog shit. Anthony Davis is a game. <laughs> Wait, let me put my prize picks up before I make this announcement. Victor Wambanyama against the Lakers. Anthony Davis, screw you in that music. Anthony Davis. 
after the street clothes Davis. Anthony Davis is a game time decision with a hip. Good news, Jared Vanderbilt will play. Wow. Wow. I'm going to lose. I, I... Victor's definitely going more. How, man? Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, can I just for one day in my life, just one day on prize picks, can I not lose to Joseph Harper on prize picks? No. Just one damn no. day. <laughs> Son of a chicken and a biscuit. <laughs> That's incredible, dude. Like, how, man? How? Gumby says, play the music. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fastest way to make money. Opposite picks on my fat ass, Sad. <laughs> Never bet on my Lakers. Not right now. Jeff Woodworth, doctor says I need a back attack to me, a back act to me. Look, man, my back hurts. I don't know. I, I uh, James, I just looked at ESPN. AD is not on the injury report. Apparently, he is. But what? He, I hope he plays. I hope he plays. Yeah, I do. Okay, can we talk about Del Taco? No, oh, dude, the Jazz, bro. I'd rather talk about Del Taco. <sighs> okay. The Jazz are looking at a stadium. In Draper, which is 20 minutes south of their current location. And it is quite the point of contention. And it, it it brings me back to this Ryan Smith question of, does Ryan Smith have a pulse of his fan base? And I don't believe that he does. I think he is out of touch with Utah Jazz fans. And I think that largely, and for the most part, I think that if they leave downtown Salt Lake, there will be no impact to the team. But you better do it gracefully because I think you will alienate an older group of Utah Jazz fans. I, you know, living in Utah, dude, I live 20 minutes from both downtown and 20 minutes from Draper. Like it is, I, I'm probably closer to Draper. I, certainly I'm closer to Draper. Mm -hmm. But I think for for Utah County folks, this would be a boom. And I think, guess where Ryan Smith is well, headquartered? Well, he's headquartered in Utah County. And I think he's a guy that would, would absolutely build an arena in, in Draper. I don't have any question about it. Uh, and, I, and I think, you know, the so you guys, it got brought up earlier in the show, but the Washington Wizards slash Washington Capitals, the hockey team, Mm-hmm are moving to a different portion, like 20 minutes across the Potomac, I believe it is. Yep. And they put out these renderings and these plot maps showing like an entertainment district and like, you know, hey, it's, it, yeah, sure, the stadium's going to be there, but we're going to build a, a lot of stuff around it. Like there's going to be residential around it and there's going to be, you know, shopping and food and like basically just the best way to describe it is a full-on entertainment district that's multi-purpose. And so I guess my question for Jazz fan is, and I see it all over X constantly. X. It, you know, people complaining about this. My question is, with all due respect, downtown Salt Lake is not exactly booming, dude. It's not like downtown Salt Lake no, is not. like this rich, you know, just all-encompassing area. I mean, if you've ever been to downtown Salt Lake, you understand that that while, you know, Rose Park and those areas are nice, it's not as though downtown Salt Lake is like popping and booming and it's just incredible. 
And that's my struggle about the Jazz being downtown. Yeah, sure, they've always been there. Of course, of course. That's your tradition, your heritage. Like, the team has always been in downtown Salt Lake. There's no question about that. But, but my question is, Ryan Smith is a young owner. Somebody who who's a go-getter. Somebody who who wants to cater to as many fans as possible. If you're Ryan Smith, this feels like a savvy business play. It is. And and I think that you're right. It will alienate a good sector of jazz older fans. Older jazz fans. Well, I I yeah, I mean older jazz fans who who were here for, you know, the Millers and all that, but I I also think that there's a <clears throat> I don't think we're just talking about like 60-year-old jazz fans, dude. I I think the only people who aren't going to care are the people who don't know who John Stockton is or never watched John Stockton, which to me would be people who are probably 25 and younger or so, right? Like I know, I know damn well who John Stockton is. I know his game. Like I'm well aware. So I can appreciate that. I can appreciate what Jordan did and the push off and all that. I, I know about all that. So my thing is, I don't, I guess I disagree. I don't think it's just older fans. I, I I think that age gets pushed down into the 40s, into the 30s a little bit. And so my point is, is that, yeah, the the uh, uh, the AAA affiliate of the Angels resides currently in downtown Salt Lake, the Salt Lake Bees. Not for long. The That team's being moved out of downtown because the neighborhood sucks and there's nothing around it. And yep. parking is terrible. So that's my point to jazz fans. Are you really sitting here complaining about the idea of having an entertainment district at the point of the mountain? Yeah, I think they are. They are. Yeah, they are. That's what's incredible. Yeah, I agree. Hey, um, the SEC schedule for 2024 is out. This is a bad mofo. Hey, uh, Georgia. Um, yeah, that you know that free pass you got this year? You, you know that that free pass? Yeah, that's over. Look at Georgia's schedule. Clemson in Atlanta, Tennessee Tech, Kentucky in Lexington, Bama in Tuscaloosa, uh, Auburn at home, Mississippi State at home, uh, the Texas Longhorns in Austin, Florida in the largest cocktail party in America, Jacksonville. You got to go to Lane Train in Oxford. You get Tennessee at home, UMass at home, and Georgia Tech. That's a hell of a schedule. Oh, yeah. Did I mention Texas has Colorado State, uh, Michigan and Ann Arbor, uh, UTSA in, in Austin, uh, Louisiana Monroe, Louisiana. Uh, Mississippi State at home, Oklahoma in Dallas, Red River Shootout, Georgia in Austin, Vanderbilt in Nashville, Auburn in, or excuse me, Florida in Austin, at Arkansas, Home for Kentucky, Texas A&M, and College Station. There you like go. there, look at Bama's schedule: Western Kentucky, South Florida, Wisconsin, and Madison bye week. Georgia at Vandy, home for South Carolina, Tennessee and Knoxville, uh, Missouri and Tuscaloosa. So Missouri goes to Tuscaloosa, LSU on the road, Mercer at home. Oklahoma at Oklahoma. And then you finish up with Auburn in the Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa. Man, you want to wonder why the SEC is so damn good? Look at LSU. Uh, you got to play USC in Las Vegas. Nickel State, 
uh, at South Carolina, UCLA, directional Alabama, Old Miss at home, Arkansas on the road, Texas A&M on the road, Bama in Baton Rouge, Florida on the road, Vandy at home, Oklahoma at home. God damn. That's unbelievable. That is un that the, the it's the SEC, god damn it. That's amazing. Am I the only one that's like I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's what it should have been. <clears throat> it's what it's what it, I I I maintain that this 2024 is going to be the first college football season where we're talking about, hey, three lost teams. Hey, what is, where can you get with three losses on your schedule? And how much more valuable is a two-loss team? Old Miss, Furman, Middle Tennessee, uh, Wake Forest and Winston-Salem. So they're on the road there. Directional Georgia and Oxford. Their first real game is going to be Kentucky at home. South Carolina and Columbia, LSU on the road. At home, they go Oklahoma, on the road at Arkansas, home for Georgia, on the road at Florida, and they finish with Mississippi State at home. Dude, that's going to be a wild year in the SEC. That is, that it, that's going to be unbelievable. It's what we deserve as college football fans. It's man. absolutely what we deserve. Yep. I am so, so excited about that. Uh, I am so excited about that. Uh, I just think it's unbelievable. I'm not as excited, I'll be honest with you, about the SEC as I am about Del Taco. Stay home. I got to be honest with you, May. Uh, Del Taco is vastly underrated. I broke my Del Taco. No, I'm not going to say that. Uh, I had Del Taco for the first time in many, many years. And the burger was phenomenal. It's called a Dell Double, and it's great. Flat out. That's it. You know what I appreciated about it? They melt the cheese on the burger. I know that sounds subtle, but it matters. It totally changes it. Dude, it was really good. I know. I'm a, I am I am. I am. And the idea that you can have a burger with a taco is incredible. So we had a burger, a soft-shell taco, and a crunchy-shell taco, and it was absolute fire. Phenomenal, dude. Gas. It Phenomenal. was unbelievable. I don't know why we haven't gone to Del Taco sooner because I, I also they don't market here. So you don't you don't think about Del Taco when you're thinking about something. Yeah, two burgers, four tacos, 18 bucks. Didn't get French fries, none of that. No drinks. Two burgers, four tacos, 18 bucks. It's, it's awesome. affordable. Yes. It's affordable. I think it's one of the most underrated fast food joints in the country. And I will be back at Del Taco. Absolutely. Boy, boy on bag snatch of it. That can was still clean, shoot. bro. Um Del Taco's wholly underrated. Absolutely. And here's my question. What fast food is underrated? I, I, because I, I got to tell you, Del Taco's got to be right there. I, I think Del Taco's the most underrated. Like, I, I would much rather have Del Taco than Jack. I can tell you that right now. That yeah, it was good. Kick the hell out of Jack's burger. I really like the Del Taco burger. Yeah. Wild. Uh, OG Gary, Del Taco is amazing. Now I know. Now I know. Uncle Filthy, Del Taco breakfast is also killer. I'm not really that. I can't eat a lot of fast food. It just, I just don't feel good. Mrs. Monty and I were talking about this the other day. Like, do you, I am so excited right now to go home and make oats. Okay. You're having oatmeal for dinner, dude. I generally do. I generally do because then I feel good when I wake up. Yeah. And I like a freight. Train. Um, 
You know the funny thing? Working out. <laughs> you guys don't want to know this. I spend time in the bathroom in the morning phone pulling because I'm working out more. And I'm usually not a first thing in the morning Browns to the Super Bowl guy. Working out and eating well, first thing in the morning. It's internal. Dude, it certainly is. (laughs) Certainly is. James says, uh, we have Taco Casa in Texas. It's better than Taco Bell or Taco Bueno. Never heard of Taco Bueno. What are you talking about, man? Never heard of it. Yeah, Fat Jesus. What a burger is way underrated. Jake, your thoughts? It's garbage, dude. That's bullshit. It's not. It's not garbage. It's it's not. I'm telling you. Uncle Filthy says uh, the breakfast burritos are excellent. Okay. Shootball says I live in L.A. It's good. I love L.A. You're telling me. Okay. If Del Taco's got gas breakfast burritos, that puts them over the top. If you're telling me that this is a this is a joint where you can get a great breakfast burrito and a burger and tacos. Yeah, I'm not doing. Uh, Dell Double is way underrated, Giggity says. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out, Monty got stretched out by Del Taco. Hey, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mike Smith, need uh, uh, we need a Del Taco in my area. Only fast food taco plate is Taco oh. Bell. Mountain Mama needs to get some Del Taco. I'm telling you, it's good. Uh, fat Burger. Fat Burger? Fat Burger's not bad. I haven't had it in decades. Uh, Gumby fresh out. I had the number seven from Jack today. Uh, bacon ultimate cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do something I had Jack over the weekend. There was no pepper on the burger. It was disappointing. It was disappointing. <coughs> so, uh, Joseph does, um, what, uh, does subway count as fast food? No, Dude, it, bro. What are you talking about? Like, man? Why are you being disrespectful? I about think it, the bro. larger subway... question, the larger question is subway food. No. Because it's garbage. Now, Jersey Mike's gas. Gas. Love it. Uh, already already read that one. Said it before. DQ has a sneaky good burger at times. Never had the Dairy Queen burger. Yeah, I was too busy having the blizzards. Shootball says Carl's Jr. <clears throat> Remember when it was Carl's Jr. and Green Burrito? Oh, my God. Green Burrito was so good. Oh, Qdoba. Hot damn. Qdoba's good. The Q is way underrated. And Chipotle, mm. uh, Derek Roche, fish tacos at Del Taco are better than a lot of restaurant fish tacos. Is this true? Hmm. Is this true? Mr. Preston. Well, well, well. Yeah, Preston, we got to talk, by the way. I had Del Taco for lunch. Amazing. Very underrated. Love it. Love it now. Joseph Harper, Del Taco is awesome. Main event, Jack in the Box, greasy tacos are the best, dude. Oh, man. Dude. I had a number six. I didn't actually have fries from I'm not eating as many French fries. They're just not good for you. And I'm fat. Um, I had a ultimate cheeseburger and a taco from uh, Jack this weekend. The taco was better than the burger. So that I'm dude, your boy is on dude, fire. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is on torching fire. The Pistons. Yes, he is. Derek Roche. Uh, no matter how low you rate white castle, they're still overrated. Yeah, I, I didn't love how White Castle made me feel. Once a decade, it's really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. But Ron, the one on Scottsdale Road off the 101 is outstanding. Ron Nolan, you did. I told you about the double Dell. You don't know what you don't know. Now you know. What he said. What now? 
Let me tell you what now. Right. Uh, Eric Wasikowski. I still maintain Culver. Culver's is good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Wasikowski is, it is good. a tasty burger. Yes. I haven't had Culver's in a very long time, mm-hmm. but I have not hated it. The, I think two times ever I ate there. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, what's more important, feeling good or tasting good? Um, feeling good for me. Yeah. Feeling good. But I love oats, and I always feel good after I eat oats. You like Mrs. Monty's oats. I got to be honest with you. I I do. She makes – she doesn't – dude, I don't know what I don't like. Have you used makes. the knife from yesterday yet? I have not. Did you find – you didn't find a way to use that cleaver last night? No, not yet. Not Bro, yet. come on, man. Not yet. Not yet. I'm I'm going to – that thing's amazing. Uh, OG Gary – or I'm sorry, Jeff Woodworth. Uh, I say feeling good. OG Gary, here is my go-to order at Del Taco. God damn, boy. Eight chicken soft tacos with their ass blaster spicy sauces. <laughs> How do you eat said, eight tacos? Buddy said I rolled up in my S4 and got the ass blaster 2000 from Del Taco. Can you eat eight tacos? No, please. Hungry man can knock down eight tacos. Come on. No. Come on. That's a lot of tacos, dude. Gumby fresh out. What a burger greater than five guys. No, uh, let's not get carried no. away. Let's not get carried away. Carruthers, uh, the Browns didn't win the Super Bowl because it's not played in the morning. This is a very good point. <laughs> Take the kids. I to the will pool. say there is nothing like a nuke session right before bed. <laughs> nothing like a nuke before bed, dude. I don't think Al Bundy, Jack in the Box mystery meat tacos are the best at 3 a.m. You ain't mystery wrong. Mystery meat tacos. Wrong. Dude, nobody knows what it is, and I don't care because it's good. <laughs> yes. Lucy, uh, Louie, Dajane. Louis Dejani. Hey, Louis. Uh, what's up, LD? Uh, Taco Cabana in Texas was the best until it wasn't. <laughs> kind of like Chipotle giving you, again, Ass Blaster 2000 with their not good things. Fresh. Not too familiar with that. Gumby Fresh Out. I've lost weight on Subway many moons ago. It's not fast food. There's, <clears throat> I don't Dude, disagree with that. Subway's fast food, bro. There's no getting around that. Now, is it healthier fast food? Yes. It is. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, yes. Jersey Mike's is Supreme 91 Octane Gas. Absolutely, I love it. Bro. I love it. Uh, Sean Rollins, Chipotle is my go-to, but dude, you're taking your life in your hands. Gary, Gary, OG Gary, <clears throat> bro, are you that guy that's putting 89 in the S4? Are you, are you committed no. to putting 91 in the S4? You got to put 91. It's affordable now. I'm just asking, dude. I'm just asking. If dude's out here getting the ass blaster 2000, he needs the best stuff to get home. But I'm just asking if he's cheap at the gas pump or if he's committed. You guys realize I'm getting a hybrid this weekend. No, you're getting an EV. No, that's a good point. I'm getting an EV this weekend. Which I, yeah, I have mixed feelings about this. You know, it's funny. My beautiful woman piece, um, my beautiful woman piece, and I were talking this morning. Boom. What'd your boy say? What did I say about Draymond Green? Indefinitely suspended. Is he really? Yes. Peace out, motherfucker. I told you. Indefinitely suspended. I told you. Did I not call that? I believe I called that. No. Okay. Comment section. Who called it? Because I said indefinitely. So Draymond Green has been written. Tell me me more. So it's a Woj bomb. Woj bomb, ESPN sources, the NBA is suspending Golden State's Draymond Green indefinitely. He has not tweeted again about this yet. I am actively refreshing his Twitter feed. 
I am telling you that one, I told you to suspend indefinitely because there's no term here. What I said as I think is what's going to happen. And yeah. Somebody told me this is what was going to happen, but you know, um, he's going to be suspended indefinitely and there is going to be a mental health component to it. They are going to make him seek treatment. And I think this is exactly what they should be doing because I fear for Draymond Green. And I have told you, and I'll say the same thing I said earlier. I respected Draymond Green's game, but this is too much now. Yeah. The, he lost me for the most part with the Rudy Gobert rear naked choke. But this punch in the face on, on Nurkic, slap punch, whatever you want to call it, this is not accidental because it's about the one dozenth time that you've done this. And I am a firm believer that he should be suspended indefinitely and there should be, he should have to seek treatment and a licensed medical professional should have to clear him to return to the NBA. Absolutely. And I think that's where we're going with this because he is, there's no way to spin this. Draymond Green is a danger to the players on the court with him. It's that simple. His teammates and the other team, he is a danger to the players on the court with him. And you just cannot have that. And I think at some point his off-court violence, which I think a lot of people forget about with Jordan Poole, punching Jordan Poole in the face and allegedly knocking him out. Uh, you look at the bar fight that he got into with a Michigan State football player, allegedly back in 2016. Like you look at the stuff that he's been involved with, it is violent. And now we've seen him kick dudes in the nuts. We've seen him stop on DeMontis Sabonis' chest, uh, choke Rudy Gobert, Slap punch use of Nurkic. At what point does this end? It ends when he gets help with his his what I believe are issues mentally. I'm impressed by this. I have to say, I think this is proper. I I think this is what Adam Silver needed to do, and I'm really glad they're doing it. I I again I I, I have nothing else to say besides hey this is proper. This is the right thing and to do. And by the way. Just like to point out, this is an opportunity for the Golden State Warriors to get better immediately because I think he's had a negative impact. This I would season. agree. I would agree. Joseph uh, Harper, will they give Draymond the same treatment as they gave Chandler Jones from the Raiders? Ooh, man, let's hope it doesn't go there. Uh, Carruthers, I respect Draymond's success, but his antics have gotten farther and farther out of hand. Yes, Absolutely. they have. Absolutely. Yes, they have. And I just, mm. yeah, Mike Smith. Uh, I think they know it takes one inch to the left or right for causing serious injury, missing an eye, brain trauma. If that happened, all hell would break loose. That's right. Yep. That's right. Uh, Mr. Preston, don't skimp at the pump. Your car will thank you for it. Indeed, it will. Yeah, I, I don't know if OG Gary has commented again. He's in the members group saying he is committed to 91. So. OG Gary, anything less than 91 doesn't exist for me. I don't skimp on gas. Appreciate you, bro. I like it. Uh, EV <laughs> is better than ED, or is it? No. Electric vehicle is. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the show. Uh, great job as always. Please, if you have not hit the like button on the way out, we're at uh, almost 3,500 views and we only have 102 likes. Hook it up. Thank you to the 34 new members today. Thank you to the $105.96 in super tips. Thank you for that. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you for supporting the advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. You never pay the advocates a penny out of pocket, man. You don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. Chat with an attorney live 24-7-365, theadvocates.com. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.